Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Enthralamon. And I'm Agooch. And we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game. And games are supposed to be fun. Yeah, everyone, including you. Yeah, you. I know. Not usually you, but today, you. Um, <laughs> if you like what you hear today, <laughs> head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a sweet five-star rating. Craptasm with us a not-at-all-craptastic review. And it read... Be- the best good. Thank you, Craptasm. Uh, the joy of Hearthstone Podcast for me is listening to friends who love and are good at the game. That's no. not us, but we appreciate <laughs> it. Talk about talk about it in whatever way. Se- I keep on bonking my mic. In whatever way seems most meaningful to them. Squelch delivers that in a genuine and heartwarming way with three friends laughing about meme decks, food, or rakes. With great Hearthstone insights snuck in amongst the digressions. Highly recommended. Aww. That. That, means- that was really it nice was and actually nice. felt kind of awkward to read out loud because it was just all nice things. So, uh, Craptasm, you are officially our favorite person Hooray! in the universe. I- if- <laughs> <Hooray>! <laughs> uh, I okay, I had the mic. Um, if you, not Craptasm you, would like to be our new favorite person, drop us a re- review over at Apple Podcasts. Uh, so this week is kind of a special week. Uh, so we are joined by Bodicus. You probably know him from Coin Concede or his stream over at twitch.tv slash Bodicus. Uh, Bot, thank you so much for joining us. Can you please uh, tell our listeners that we are not blackmailing you to be on our show? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Is like basically every week on the show... I say I come back to the saying Hearthstone is a game and games are supposed to be fun, trying to like hint because I know some of you sometimes listen to the show. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe, you know, I listen to your show a lot. I'd love to go on it at some point. I I think I did that when Thralamon was watching one of my Twitch streams. We're also very dense, though. (laughs) Yeah, and we're also like super lazy. So like you have to like like having a guest on the show like requires like prep that like 10, 15 minutes worth that we're oftentimes not willing to put into the show. So um, to be fair, for like maybe five times over the last three or four months, we've been like, Yeah, bot's gonna come on, it's gonna be great. We'll do it another week. <laughs> like, that's that's awesome. We'll do it in a week when we're actually podcasting. We have real people coming on the show. We have to be prepared for that. It's like we have to talk about like Hearthstone stuff that's actually happening now instead of like two or three months ago. I'll have and to it's put just my like pants on. Hey, I'm topical with the brawl. Oh, shoot, really? Sometimes. It's true. Brawl talk with my gooch. Um, so what I'm sure everybody is here for is the tough, tough squelch interviews, which we are, I think famous for um <laughs> but can only assume so but i hope you are prepared uh for all the difficult questions so my probably the most difficult question i had to ask you is what is your favorite color green oh he knows green because you like green magic decks actually yes uh but my nice. favorite Magic decks were ended up being blue, I think. But when <laughs> when I started in Magic, they were all green. So like oh the Druids. That's a green blue. No. It was like the uh, correct answer is white because of Wrath of God. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mainly because of like Jace and Lenwar Elves. And th- those two cards are pretty good together, by the way. That's awesome. Alright. Uh what legendary, if you can recall, have you put in the most decks? And Leroy doesn't count because that's a freebie. Uh, yeah, probably Edwin Van Cleef. 
I support oh. that. Most right. likely Edwin Van Cleef. I play it a lot of Rogue. That's my most played deck by a lot. Oh, I should leave my Can I answer that question, too? Because <laughs> it's Cthulhu, by the way. It's totally Cthulhu. <laughs> oh, Patriot Spider's not Dan, what's there. your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I have a question. All right, here's my question. Um, getting to to know about you on Coin Concede um, and chatting with you, like, I know playing with other people is a big part of your deal in gaming. So what was the first game you played where you co-opt a lot with other people online? Oh, oh man. The first game I co-opt with, uh, probably Diablo 2. Oh, nice. Like, I played that a lot when I was in... I think I want to say I was in middle school, might have been high school, oh. and then I stopped for a long time. But then I did a ton of co-oping when I was in college with actually a friend who lived in Sweden, and uh, yeah, we played a lot of hardcore Diablo two, like the hardcore mode, and then we PvP'd a lot. And that was oh man, the rush from hardcore PvP in Diablo two was like nothing i've ever felt it is the most it is the most stressful and like rewarding thing to do yeah how long did it take to get to the point where you weren't just getting owned over and over again well so there was a lot of uh how do i describe it i i I don't want to use an expletive there but there's blank talking there's a lot of that that a lot of that more of that happens than actual dueling but there's a (laughs) lot of that happening and then you pretty much just like teleport out a couple times and everybody just teleports out and then it looks like somebody's gonna die so everybody goes back into town where it's safe (laughs) so (laughs) like it was actually pretty hard to get a lot of duels good duels going but you would do like some twink duels like where you have lower level characters would duel yeah. that happened a lot too that's cool i remember I loved world of warcraft tink twink uh like battleground stuff so oh, much fun that was fun. oh my yeah oh, yeah, yeah what was. was your favorite Basin. i like i liked rank 19 that was my favorite yep mine as well Mine as well. Uh, I did like 19 and 29 were pretty common. You didn't do a whole lot of 39 because the amount of time you had to put in to get there was was yeah. a lot longer. So like, yeah, 19 and 29, I think, were most common. It just depended on what class you wanted to play and what skill you wanted to have. Mm-hmm. Plus, 19 had the most fun battleground as well, I always thought. Didn't which was did... like, was the capture the flag one? Yeah, Warsong Gulch. War Song Gulch? Not, yeah, Warsong Gulch, yeah, which was super duper fun. Um, and they released some ones later in some of the expansions that were pretty pretty good. But I thought Warsong Gulch was probably my favorite. My favorite um, thing to do in Battlegrounds ever was to go to the Outland one, the Netherstorm one or whatever. And then I would mind control people on their mounts. I would hide behind things and try and mind control people <laughs> on their mounts and jump them off the edge. That was like and I understand so many of these terms, <laughs> but I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> And people on my team would be like, you're not helping us win. And I would be like, I know, it's awesome. (laughs) So I I have a Hearthstone-related question, actually. If you could give, like, a new player who had just started playing Hearthstone, like, one piece of advice, like, what would it be? Go listen to Coin Concede Podcast. Oh, that's, about... that's like that's like wishing for more wishes. That's cheating. <laughs> We're all about making the competitive side of the game more accessible to you. Um, oh man! Uh, I mean, we didn't give see. him an early plug, so I think that's perfectly fair. <laughs> no, you, you, you did. You did. It, it's all. It, it was. It was perfect. Um, let's see. 
Coin Conceit is a great place to go it, learn investing. It really is, though, honestly. I, I learn stuff every time I go, and I'm like, man, our podcast doesn't teach like this. No, <laughs> I still go back and listen to, like, when did you do that three-part on initiative? Like, it's so good. It, it, was our, it was one of our first best goods, I think, or maybe even our first best good was, like, the initiative, like, series Coin Conceit did. That was so amazing. It's so, I still think about it's that. It's so funny to hear about some of these, because, like... Our explanations that we do, sometimes we plan them out a bit in advance, um, and then sometimes it's like an hour before the show, and we're like, what are we doing for explanations?" And a lot of times <laughs> those end up being the ones that the listeners enjoy the most. So it's really it's really interesting to, to figure that out. But uh, to actually answer your question, I think the most important thing for a new player is to figure out, like how you enjoy the game and try to maximize your ability to enjoy the game. Because I think that naturally, if you're like trying to get better, the best thing you can do is just play more. And if you're not having fun when you're playing, you're not going to play more. So just like focus on figuring out what's fun to you. And then uh, eventually the you'll just get better at the game and figure out other ways to have fun and win more. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to go too far off on a yeah. tangent, but it came up on our Discord that, what do they say, the average player plays 2.3 classes. So that's a hard juggle. What? Really? Uh, apparently. I had never heard that metric before, uh, but it came up in Discord. And having that juggle when you're an early player and not having access to all the, the fun, over-the-top things that a class does, like that's a tough sell to find a class that you like to focus on a, a play style. So... Yeah, definitely like stick with it and, and try to do a few things. Don't blow all your dust on the first class you love, or I mean, or do, <laughs> but be prepared to make another account to do it again. Are you saying don't dust Tyrion for um for the salt? I'm pit? saying what, dust what is it called? For the the spirit time, walker, the the epic yeah. murloc and shaman, like I did when I started. Playing. Yeah, but that deck you created with Sylphin was pretty awesome. It was really awesome. Like. We would. I, st- I think I still have that like sitting somewhere on HS replay to go back and play every now and again because it's a fun deck. Yeah. That Murloc Shaman. How about Murloc Shaman? With the uh, <laughs> doesn't it have a was it the the uh, overload for two the five seven um the se- the spell damage the, thing uh, seven no the uh, seven eight the earth elemental. Earth Elemental, yeah, yep, 7 eight, yep. thank you. I was thinking of the... Yep. So I'd put yeah. all my Murlocs down, and this was the first deck I ever, like, like crafted <laughs> in Hearthstone, was... Uh, it was just Murloc Shaman. I think I've talked about it on the podcast. You put all your Murlocs Probably. down, and then you pop out an Earth Elemental, <laughs> the person can't trade into them, and you win. <laughs> <laughs> it worked really well up to, like, rank 16. <laughs> just winning, by the way, which is winning. Yes. All right, so anything else? Yeah, time for a weird Magooch question. What Ooh. flavor is your favorite card back? What? Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, it's vanilla because it's cupcake, but uh, I, random. I, I guess I, I use. So is that like a je- box of jelly beans with a blindfold? Uh, no, it would be a box Ooh, of gummy bears. With a blindfold. Ooh, okay. I don't like jelly beans, I but I love gummy bears. Uh, even better, oh, like the all... chocolate-covered gummy bears, so you don't know what flavor it is what? until you bite into it. Oh, what? Oh, they're so... What? You, you've like never had Turk? chocolate-covered gummy bears? Nope. No. Oh, they're uh-uh. so delicious. Oh, it's so I good. think you're lying. I'm not. That sounds <laughs> That's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> a thing. Yep. 
This went much better than I expected. Ooh. Thank you. you. You've never seen. You've never seen like you know how they ha- in the supermarkets they have those rows where you can you can like scoop out things into a bag and then yeah, you weigh the it bulk. and that's how much you pay for it. Oh. And they yeah. have like random. Bulk candy. They have like random nuts and stuff covered in chocolate. Some yeah. some places will have chocolate covered gummy bears and oh they're so delicious. Oh, that's not There's okay. a local coffee shop here that just has chocolate covered everything: Oreos, nuts, gummy bears. Coffee. So <laughs> weird. Like, how does like chocolate even stay on the gummy bear? I don't because know, man. Dries. It's magic. You ever, have a, you ever have a big Turk? It's like the same thing, man. A big Turk? Yeah. It's like a chocolate. It's bar. not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> oh. It's like Turkish uh, delight, but then they like cover it all in chocolate. Turkish Is delight that a Canadian only thing? Turkish Delight only exists in C.S. Lewis novels. Like, that's not a real thing either. <laughs> no, but there's a like, chocolate bar. It's called a Big Turk. It's delicious. No? That's, no. All right. No. It might be a British-Canadian thing. Yeah. Like it might gelatinous be. almond paste. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's not as good as the... Uh, it's like the if you took the Carnivorous the Cube... cartoon led me to believe, but it's still good. It's like if you took the Carnivorous Cube and dipped it in chocolate. And then you got Big Turk. <laughs> And then right, I'm gonna move us Canada, the Q beats you. All right, so next week's quest is <laughs> against the Soviet Russia. In <laughs> <laughs> Soviet Russia, Jelly Bean eats you. Um, right. So, uh, anything else in Throttlement? No, I think. Well, I had one last question. I think I've actually heard you explain this before. Where does the name? But I cannot remember for the life of me, and other people might want to know. Where does the name Bodicus come from? Oh yeah, good question. Okay, Can I so guess first. Yeah, go ahead. Are you Robot Spartacus? No. <laughs> I am Spartacus. I am also Spartacus. I'm glad it's... I didn't tell everyone to start the show that way. It, it's not uh... that far off, though. Uh, so my last name is Bot. Uh, B-O-T-T. And then back in college, I had a roommate who was really into the movie 300. And he actually was... He was yoked. He was actually just like, he would play WoW and go to the gym and then work. And that's like all he did. And he was just, he would actually cosplay as like Spartans from 300 when he went, went to Vegas for Halloween like every year. So this guy is super yoked. And basically, I really, I wanted to start getting in shape at some point. And he w- we went started going to the gym together, and so the- I think he started calling me Bodicus because it just worked. <laughs> and, yeah, the- and then I got really lazy because he's in way better shape than I am. So he would constantly go, and they made fun of me for like not going to the gym because I just wanted to lie in bed and sleep. It's a good oh. decision, though. I'm I'm on That's your side there. Lie in bed. It's the best. So reason. yeah, the nickname stuck, but I never got to to the level of inshapedness. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. My shape is just kind of round. Um, <laughs> so we speaking of <laughs> speaking of lying in bed this morning, I slept until like nine forty five, and I I wake up and I roll over and I grab my phone and I've got this message from Dan being like, "Hey, I played this spell shaman Nate spell shaman deck. I played against it," and I'm like. I'm like, what the heck? Like, I've been really tired lately, so I, I slept in today, and I'm like, what the heck? He just found someone playing Spell Shaman on Ladder, I guess. And then, like, ten minutes later, my son runs in the room, and he's like, Dad, I played against Dan! <laughs> 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 and I was That's like, I've awesome. been sleeping, and my friend across the continent has been playing my son at Hearthstone. <laughs> 
I had an 80 gold quest, and I was like, hey, look, Mission Aww, 8 Geo's on. Let's, awesome. let's, let's, let's play for 80G. That's and then awesome. I lost. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was, it was really wonderful. It was so much fun. I mean, hey, this deck uh, looks right. legit. I see the I see the deck list in chat. There, there's some <laughs> there's some stuff going on here. There definitely got is. all the spice. It's got all the spice. It's so good. My I can't favorite wait. part is when he explains how how the deck runs in turn one. <laughs> She's great. It's awesome. It's awesome. Love it. But for, before we get there, we have to have tea with Finley. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? All right, Magooch, get us going this week. All right, so last week we talked about how it was a random brawl and there's no brawl meta. And it's not that there's no brawl meta. Sometimes there is. And this week there was. And it's toilets. Uh, <laughs> this brawl it really is... is. It, it's uh, it's uh, uh, The small deck ones are always rough. Sometimes they're, I mean, they're fun for a short oh. time. So hang it's on, hang on, hang on. The first this, hour and a go, half. It's brawl time with, with the gooch. Flush. We <laughs> <laughs> need a okay. flush. In I mean, it's not always like that. <laughs> <laughs> you had that ready and, uh, all right. Uh, it's for another so show. <laughs> it's, it's a four-card deck and one card gets banned, so you're building... Four different three-card decks, ostensibly, so you have your game plan no matter what gets removed, and that doesn't always come across uh, for everyone. So sometimes you're just like, "Oh, uh, I banned this, and their deck's broken," and that's not really fun for anybody. But then it turns into like no. the inbred meta where it's Flame Wicker Mage, Pogo Rogue, uh, Totem <laughs> ridiculousness, or I, there was actually a decent Libram Pally too uh, that was going around because when you discount those things every turn, uh, playing eight eights for nothing is pretty good. So it gets super <laughs> rocksteady papery. And wait, what about Mech Hunter? Mech Hunter is just the best; it beats everything. I didn't. I never saw Mech Hunter. I didn't play that many. Really? Wow. I played probably three or four on each region. Um, oh god, was this was this it's wild and able to? Yeah, it must have been with Flame Waker. So you get the uh, what is it? Metal Tooth Leaper. Yeah, you go double yeah. double mech reducers, metal tooth leaper, and snip snip. Oh, so you play mech warper and the one two, whatever they. Yeah, are. so that no matter what they ban, you always get a discounter, and you just make a giant board on turn three every game. And uh, the only thing that I would lose to is if Mage was playing flame Bear- flame ward plus uh, frost nova. And oh, then God. primordial I glyph. Thank God, I didn't see that again. <laughs> oh, good God! And then, awful. and then they ban your snip snap so that you can't make anything bigger, and you ban you have to ban their ban their flame barrier, so they have to frost nova you until their primordial glyph gives them a removal spell, and so it like comes down to that. So it's not like a hundred percent win against it, but see, it's yeah, even grosser I, than I realized. Yeah, I can play a card over and over and over again. Which one do I want to choose? <gasps> Frost Nova. <laughs> <laughs> so I ground out my uh, couple dailies. I was lucky enough to roll Shaman on Asia, I think, and got to. You're still playing in Asia? I thought you dropped. I that dropped uh, grinding to like. I never finished the adventure, so every time I'm like, oh, I can play this oh, over here okay. with Rogue, and I'm like, no, I don't have Boom Pistol Bully or Sky Vatier, like anything from the um, the last adventure. Sure, um, you're just finding reasons to go back. <laughs> I just, tr- I still try and keep up with dailies, just. Yeah, when I get when I get ladder anxiety, I'll go play 
brawl on another region or something. Um, cool. So I played a little bit more of the um, the slow priest. Um, Galley Rogue, Hanar is still great. You can play five or six secrets and not your cards for a few turns. And <laughs> uh, I played Neon's Odd Rogue, which I don't have the list in front of me. It had a couple different spicy additions, but Odd Rogue's pretty rough and wild right now. It's not having a good time. Um, it's not aggressive enough. It's not fast enough, I guess. Uh, it, with Pirate Warrior being the fast deck in wild right now, um, it's just, I don't know if a straight Pirate Rogue would be better, but so I finished off with some... Risky um, skipper. Yeah, with some spell shami uh, right before the cast, and and I also had oh, a little damn like, in the in the notes it says spiel shami. Spiel, I was spiel really shami. hoping that's what it was. Spiel shami. It, I think it is spiel shami. Yes, it is okay. spiel shami. Spiel shami. It hundred percent is. My pronunciation was off. Um, and then over the weekend, I had a, a Zoom quip party with coworkers, and it was great. And there's nothing like learning about people you work with with a game like Cards Against Humanity or Quiplash where you can build a worse Cards Against Humanity. And uh, that sounds find out awful. Some very interesting that things. sounds like no, I no, don't no, do no, that no, with no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm actually no, super no, no. lucky Must because be nice. everybody I work with is actually super cool. It's a bunch of gamers and a bunch of computer nerds, and they're all That's they're cool. all hardware nerds too because we do like hardware. Um, I do smart home tech support essentially um so they all have crazy machine rigs and talk about all the games they play all the time so there was a bunch of inside jokes and uh a bunch of very dirty dirty things there was clarification that hr was not present because we're off the clock and then it just got nuts from there Mm -mm. hard pass (laughs) i like my coworkers just fine nope I'm sure they have wonderful sets of humors, but I do not want to know any. Nope. I'm, no, I, no, no, I no, 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 yeah, I, I just, I'm loving that deck. Today I had uh, three, I had, at one point I had three Yogg boxes in my hand. Um, I set up a huge board. <laughs> I had lethal. My opponent Yogg boxed and just drew the nuts. Had like the five sixes with, t- wrecked all my stuff. Got ten attack. Got the plus eight um, a hero attack from Demon Hunter. Plus two with Savage <laughs> oh, Roar. Got God. the five six taunts. This was all just the one um yog box and had another minion and i was like okay i can deal with this um and i dealt with that but i was at like 10 life because they hit me for 10 that turn we went another couple uh turns and they were way ahead and i'm like okay i gotta pull the the cord on one of these boxes and my box killed me oh so, no <laughs> so it actually set Good me to work. two health it hit me for eight total it hit me <laughs> with a <the> soul fire <laughs> And discarded a card and then, like, dealt four and it hit me with something else. Um, but didn't do anything to their board. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it gave me two secrets and it was, like, mirror entity and counterspell, but they had lethal on board. So I'm like, what does this do for me? Sometimes um, it wh- when it whiffs, oh. it whiffs hard. But It's so um, good, though. It's awesome. That card is... Oh, the card's so much fun because, like, no matter what, it's awesome. If it misses, it's awesome. If it hits, it's awesome. Like, it's just wonderful it's it's honestly like my favorite card in hearthstone right now i always say to people and i I play D D with a bunch of people who who like magic and are playing magic still and i'm always like 
I I just I love magic, but in standard, I'd way rather lose to something crazy than lose because I didn't draw enough lands. Like that's the RNG difference, right? Like and like. How do you I, play like, EDH? Do you play like Possibility Storm or that kind of that kind of junk? <laughs> no, um, I've been in those games and I I like them, but probably because I haven't played for years and years and years of Magic, right? Um, but no, yeah. Anyway, okay. So I was watching Hat play Wild Wednesdays on his stream, a ridiculous Hat, and I finally jumped back into Wild by playing Quest Mage. I I've seen it enough, and you it looks like so much fun. Had enough of Reform so, Odd Rogue. Oh, so that so my yeah yeah i did so so that's right my idea of like casually jumping back into wild was playing like the degenerate deck that nobody likes <laughs> um, but honestly it's just the way the deck plays like made me want to play it, it play it looks like it feels like it plays between like kind of like a mix between miracle rogue and quest rogue and those are like two of my favorite all-time decks so um I felt really bad. My win rate is stupid. Um, I think I won 15-ish games before I lost one. And like Dan said last week, I just felt like I was playing against a lot of people like I shouldn't be playing against. And I felt kind of gross. But I uh, then I got to the point where I ran out of my multiplier at like Platinum. I think at the top, Platinum 10 or something, I, I ran out of a multiplier. And um, it, it feels like Old Ladder. It feels totally like old ladder. And the funniest part is after complaining that the new ladder doesn't feel like old ladder. My first thought was I only get one star from a win. (laughs) (laughs) So like six or seven weeks into the new ladder system, I've been like totally trained. (laughs) No, you're supposed to get 10 billion stars (laughs) every time you win. That Um, was like, that was me. That was, that was last week, right? Where you, I and Totino's, you Totino's and I were playing we're playing warrior um and like the, and we were like just like winning and i was just clicking through because i don't the start they're meaningless right and so like i was looking at the colors like oh am i almost legend and you're like no i'm like oh how far do i have to go and they're like like well you still have to like i don't know like i was like silver i was like oh so no you were at platinum okay. i think and i was at silver i was like oh so silver oh. then platinum then legend and you're like no that then diamond i'm like they're all silver. Like, Gold. why do we have three <laughs> silver ranks? Like, what? What are we doing? Like, Diamond. you have the shiny silver, the very shiny silver, the not so shiny silver. It's very unhelpful. <laughs> so the last thing I was gonna say was uh, I played a lot of BGs um, yesterday, and uh, like in the morning, probably ten or eleven in the morning, I'm lying on the couch, and Nate is like lying on the half on me half on the top of the couch like watching me play and we're talking through turns and then all of a sudden i get a message <laughs> from someone in game and it says hail satan <laughs> that's all it says and he goes he goes dad what does that mean and I'm like, i don't know so i text dan back and i'm like what are you talking about dan and he's like oh you're at rank 666 and i was like oh because <laughs> i was like i thought we praise yog not hail like, what is this i think my favorite part was after like you decayed like three ranks and i i messaged back i was like hey you decayed a little bit you need to go out and play and win hail satan <laughs> anyway that was funny because my son's like what's what's a satan and i'm like well <laughs> so anyway, my humor is not good. What did you do this oh, week, Dan? I lost a little bit. Um, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> like legitimately, like in like in the in the uh, last hero standing version of THL, I've not won a match yet, which is real bad. Like it's just not, and I, I hardly won any games even. It's been really brutal. Um, play that clip about you saying like you're going to retire. <laughs> From however many episodes I should have, right? Because it's been just nothing but losing after I I won like what was like nine weeks in a row, and then now it's like just all losing. (laughs) Whatever, it was all still all fun. I feel bad for the team though, right? Because like I know, but um, I played liquid. I played liquid ox in in hero this week, which is like liquid ox, like just like routinely hangs out at like top fifty legend, top hundred legend, top two hundred, three hundred, whatever it might be. It's like this is, I guess, right? It's like this is. As if I had to go play like hat or throw them under bot, right? It's like this is okay. I'll I'll do my best. <laughs> I, I won a game. I was like, yeah. And that game I won was with Big Demon Hunter. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Um, I, that felt to, real good. To be honest, we <laughs> talked about playing Liquid Ox, and I was like, yeah, I've never I've never heard of Liquid Ox. And then later this week, I was in Ego Waffle stream again, and he was talking to Frosty, like both pro Hearthstone players, and they were like, man, Liquid Ox has been doing so well lately. <laughs> and we started talking about him. I'm like. Dan has to play. <laughs> Liquid Ox is and the worst. Liquid Ox is the guy who uh, created a new Hearthstone account and got to Legend in three days, I think, and posted yeah. about four it. days, wasn't three it? Three or four it days. Four yeah, days. it was some absurdly low amount of days. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, well, and then like got, and it was like top blank hundred Legend too. It was like not even like garbage Legend. Yeah. It was like with Boulder Fist Ogre <laughs> like, in the deck. Yes, <laughs> Every one of his insane. decks had to have a Boulder Fist Ogre. It was like, was that just like, a rule yeah. yep. that he had? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah they were just the free counts, a, a brand new free account he made, and so could you imagine playing at Legend and getting beat by Boulder Fist Ogre? <laughs> yes, actually, I probably, I can, yeah. I can. I'm certain it probably happened. I to mean, me. the stats um, for cost ratio is so good. <laughs> <laughs> piles and piles. <laughs> it's like a Yeti, but. Bigger and later in the game. <laughs> uh, I didn't uh, think I didn't I'm, think that a five mana make two Boulder Fist Ogres was good enough. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, and then Unlike I also me. lost in Legacy. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> You're good. Uh, I lost a two to three in Legacy, and I thought I got there too. So I got my Priest versus Shaman. And, and the matchup wasn't actually very good. I'm not going to, like, out his Shaman because, like, it's closed decklist. I don't want to, like, you know, have someone be able to, like, listen to the podcast. And then, not that anyone, but, but if anyone does. Like, <laughs> I don't want to, like, ru- I don't want to ruin his game yeah. plan, right? So, um, but he's, like, a Shaman main, like a capital M main. And I was like, I probably should just ban his Shaman. But I didn't. And I needed to beat it twice. And I beat it the first time. And then it came down to Priest versus Shaman. Um and I had stabilized twice, and twice he was able to come back. And the last time, I had I had lethal on board, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get here! Finally, gonna get like, another win here!" Because I had I won the first week and lost second week. Um, and then he just like just found that lethal at the very end, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bummer." <laughs> but he played the played so 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 well. Like it was he knew exactly his out and played exactly to his out and didn't like was super patient about it, and it was like. Totally deserved a win, 100%. So here's um, my question. At that point, did you ask yourself, is he just toying with me or did I just win? <laughs> yeah. No, sad. that was, that's, I asked myself that question a lot, actually. Um, quite frequently. I'm playing in a, 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 ch- a daily chess tournament right now with someone who, with like, it's like MMR. So it's like your MMR by like, so it's like one to five groups. And so like the top MMR is around 
2000 and the bottom is me around like 950 or something like that. So like, there's like, a giant gap in like experience and ability. And the guys at 2000, I'm we're still playing those games. And I'm like, is is he toying with me? <laughs> like I feel like he's toying with me. Just but dangling. like I haven't lost yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's, and it's a daily game, so like we have three days to make a turn. So like it's very like it's over the course of like you know ten days we'll play this game. <laughs> it's like always looking at the board like I think I'm losing, but maybe I'm like, not. I know I wasn't losing four turns ago. But did I made that terrible misplay. Mr. Burns fingers. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, I do. Their I do get that feeling. Profile or their like dating bio is like loves to make people feel bad at themselves at chess. <laughs> I don't. You. It's hard to feel bad about yourself though, because like you know you lost because it was like your fault, right? Like it's hard to feel bad about that. Like, like oh, every you don't like, know me. Everything is just, like, oh, it's, it's all learning moments, right? Say, I don't like, have to so, feel bad. I just suck at chess. Yeah, but I don't like, know if like someone's put more that. time in, like they deserve, like I, I, it's my favorite part about it to be honest. Is like I'm able to like go into a match, and then I'll play it out, and I can go back and like pinpoint where I lost the game, right? Because I'm a whale, and so even in chess, I have to pay for the thing that makes me pay, right? So like I pay like at chess.com. I have like the gold version, so like they have the engine will go back and like do my replays and I'll have like, it'll say, okay, here's where you screwed up. Here's where you screwed up. Here's where you should have done this or that. The other thing. And it's super interesting and fascinating and awesome. Um, Yeah. And so like, it's hard to feel bad after losing. It's like, yeah, they deserve to win because they were better. There's never that feeling of like, yeah, I I played better, but still lost. It's a really good feeling. And sometimes um, you go play Hearthstone because you want to play worse and still win. So, um, (laughs) Which is also Come where on. I live. <laughs> no, but they're both awesome games, right? I, I, I'm enjoying both of them to like a huge degree right now, and they're like opposite ends of like the digital spectrum, right? And it's just a ton of fun on That's both cool. of them, and like getting better in both, and like there's like correlation in certain spots, and like thinking through turns is like helping me in both games and stuff. So it's been cool. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so I played a fair bit of Shaman this week, which was fun. Uh, so I was prepping for my THL match against Lemons, who you know was going to play Shaman. And I was like, well, if I don't ban Shaman, I need to figure out which Shaman he's going to bring. So I played all the different varieties of Shaman, and um, a Galakron Shaman feels like almost there. Like even before like the the nerfs and buffs, Galakron Shaman felt like kind of close. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll be curious to see how that goes. And then Totem Shaman is just a crap shoot of like nonsense. It's, it's like sometimes so you get a dumb. healing totem to stick and you best. win. It's the best. <laughs> it's so much fun. Oh, it's a, t- I love it. It's so much fun. I don't it's insane. It like, insanely it's fun. It's just dumb. But yeah, like and it's, what's really fun is someone who does want to play against it. And so you told them on like turn two and it's a healing totem. They don't kill it. And you're like, you lose. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Um, but, but yeah, the Galakron Shaman felt like super close, though. Even more so than Totem Shaman kind of did, because once you know how to play against Totem Shaman, you just kill the Totems. And sometimes they are able to still get there, and most of the time they're not. Um, but Galakron, I think, is close again. So I'll be curious to see what happens to the nerfs and the buffs and stuff. Um, I'll play a little bit more today. Uh, it was fine. It was fun. The deck wasn't very good, but 
Uh, it was good. The best, so, the best thing about playing Totem Shaman is when they like attack your face instead of killing a totem, and you just go, yep, "They don't yep. know. They don't know." <laughs> I know. Such a good feeling. I, was <laughs> say, I think the best Sucker. thing about the best thing about Totem Shaman is when you beat Odemian twice and he hosts your stream. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> like how many? It was like two thousand viewers or something. Yeah, like that was awesome. It was a lot of people. Wow, wow. that's the whole French community was awesome they're, they're all like they're all really into meme decks apparently so they thought totem shaman was a meme deck which it, it kind of is but it's also good enough to win so like it was yeah, that was yeah. a pretty awesome I, experience that's i'd what... say it's the best kind of meme deck though right where it's a meme where it's like yeah you're not playing it because you're gonna win a ton of games but you might win a bunch of games with it. <laughs> like those are the best kind of meme decks, right? Where it's like it's stupid and fun and awesome, but good enough to kind of be viable. Yeah, that's my favorite kind of meme deck. I agree. Those those t- tier two like almost viable. If you play well, you can do really well with them. They have some great matchups in the meta. Those are really fun decks to play for sure. Speaking of tier two almost playable, uh, what did you do this week? This podcast. <laughs> 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 Well, I was actually going to agree with you, yeah. Uh, so Priest, Priest is, I, I've been playing a lot of Priest, so... Um, it's so fun. Yeah, it's a great, it's actually, like, good, too. It just, whenever you're playing it, it feels like you're playing a 45% deck, so, like, every, almost every matchup just feels unwinnable. You're just like, I'm, I'm not going to win this very often, or I'm not going to win it as I'm not going to win it more than half of the time, but I'm going to win a good amount. And then you look at your stats afterwards. And for me, it's still like I'm still hovering around 58, you know, 60 percent win rate. But it just feel every matchup. I'm like, well, this matchup's hard. And then you just go through all the matchups. You're like, oh, this just everything feels hard. Everything. Every deck feels yeah. like a rough matchup. <laughs> but I've been 45%. doing really well with it. I thought you were going to say 45 minute. Uh, so, <laughs> just the same. Yeah, uh, I would say it's yeah, accurate. That too. Although I've been getting, it's weird. Uh, I guess there's a couple priest players that just auto concede the priest mirror. I'm like, that's the that's. Why would you do I don't that? No, they want they want to. I guess the point is that they want to play more games, and since the priest mirror, quote unquote, takes so long to play. They don't want to. They just want to get in five games or whatever, and then uh, I'm. Three. But it's like, no, I can understand that because if it's a time commitment and that's probably your longest matchup, right? Uh, It is. After I don't don't know, yeah. And after about five minutes, that game it gets really fun. Like I actually really enjoy it. It's the first five minutes that's really boring of the priest mirror, and then the last like half hour is fantastic. Well, it depends. Like, so, (laughs) (laughs) so I had I think on stream yesterday I had two people auto concede to me in the priest mirror and then i played a priest wow. mirror that ended in 10 minutes because i just played minions and then they were at 17 and i had 11 damage in play and two shadow madnesses and i was like oh steal your thing steal your thing kill you <laughs> yeah you've heard me go off man though about that like that matchup the tempo like Neither deck, other than Solmir, plays mass board removal. Nope. Once you nope. stick a board, it's really hard to flip initiative in that matchup. And um, what did I play? Since I played I've been like the playing jankiest like that, two drops, and I won that game that we were co-oping. Yeah. Like, but but since I've been keeping that in mind, I've been winning way more of those matchups faster, and not like five minutes, but um, long before you hit fatigue usually those games and if you can keep bored and just like play around soul mirror 
Yeah, that's been my experience it. as well, right? Just like as long as you have big butt minions out there, and then once the soul mirror is out, then yeah, sure, why not? If, if it's res priest, you're you're doomed and to force. a boring game. But you you still win though. But you have to like watch for the mass removal. But like in the Galakron priest, Galakron priest, like people call it a control deck, but it's kind of just like a weird mid range thing. That's well, not mid range, but it's not control because like it's, it's definitely it's, control. Like well, it, well, I mean, it's I mean, is it though? Like because you just the old mid range hunter decks that had Deathstalker Rexar, except your Deathstalker Rexar isn't broken like theirs was, and you do <laughs> yeah, way right, less like, broken stuff than all of they did because they had Carnivorous Cube in their deck, which was also really stupid. So like you're just playing out this mid-range game that sometimes it just feels like they have all the answers like to i think that's why a lot of people hate the deck because it feels like they have all the answers but when you're playing the deck you have to put so much foresight and forethought into like how is my removal going to line up against what they could potentially play and how am i going to use these resources that i'm generating to enact my game plan of either running them out of resources, which a lot of decks you can't do anymore, or just making sure that, you know, you stay ahead enough to end the game. I think I and there's so def- many decisions, right? Like, yes. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I think I had like three Plague of Deaths in that game and sat on them because it just wasn't like, didn't need it. Like I'll hold the soul mirror, wait for that turn. And the plague yeah. of death was like, well, I need to get something out of my hand this turn, so I guess well, I think go. if you're, yeah, and I think if you're in the priest mirror and you play plague of death, you don't usually win unless you've discounted it enough to get back on the board, because like yeah. you you play plague of death and then they play stuff and then you're like, okay, they get to dictate the trades, um, like it's just it's so hard. Anyway, which is why it's why which is why it's so much of like it doesn't feel as much like a control game because you don't have that like if once they go wide and you don't have the proper removal you're not removing it right so you do have to kind of think about board quite a bit more than you do with like a traditional like control deck where you'll be like running a couple different forms of mass removal you'll be one you're running a different couple different forms of like spot removal which it has right um but like it's kind of clunky spot removal though as well right because like you know spending five mana to kill a minion is not good (laughs) right so um yeah it's it's a weird deck and the amount of thought you have to put into it is bonkers fun i think i i love that deck just because it's not like so many control decks feel super boring to me at least because it's like you know it's all about like okay well this turn i don't do anything because i'm waiting for you to overcommit oh you overcommitted so now we'll do something and now i'm waiting again now i'm waiting again now okay i'll play a few things out here i'll generate a few things but like this one it's just very dissimilar to that like it's a different play pattern which is why i've been enjoying it so much it's a real oddball sort of deck at least in hearthstone and if this is like the new priest then i am like all in for the new priest because it is it always makes me so think fun. like the the was probably uh whispers of the old gods like zoo meta when you played like the uh warlock had the whatever the spell was to spend all your mana summon that many one ones and placement was like super important and you always put your juggler all the way on the left and like that was the big decision for that time, and how far the games come in terms of like decision making on your turns. Yeah, I think yeah. like I, I definitely agree with you, Dano. That like this, the changes that they made to priest just feel really good. And this is like when I envision what I want a priest deck to feel like. This is this is what I'm interested in. Like playing playing minions, kind of 
like making a lot of decisions whether to heal your minions or heal your face and just like kind of playing this grindy game it feels like that's what priest wants to do where you're not just resing gigantic minions and hoping that it's good enough it, it just feels really good and i think i have the most fun in hearthstone where i feel like my decisions matter and i feel like when you play this deck your decisions really matter and can help you win or lose a game and that that feels really good when it feel it feels accomplishing when when that happens yeah i think it's just i i it's just yeah, I agree 100%. I'm not going to say anything more because you're spot on correct. Um, cool. Should we move on to the Naga Sandwich? I think we should. Who's hungry? Taste my blades! <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's our first good ingredient this week, okay. Bob? So I, I don't want to say... Well, first first of all, the the first good for me is just being on this cast. I, I love listening to you guys every week. I'm actually a little, I'm actually a little disappointed because I don't usually like to go back and listen to myself. So I will just probably miss your show this week. Uh, but I, I don't want to sound too conceited, but like I, when I first got back into Hearthstone, like right before I joined Coin Concede, I was like really competitive and like really trying to push for high legend ranks. And then I joined Coin Concede. I think I had like a top 100 finish at some point and was like really nice. grinding hard, but then got kind of burnt out and then started doing other stuff for a while. And so recently, uh, since I've been streaming, uh, I don't know, I just I feel like the priest deck has been clicking and I got back up to a uh, top 300 legend, which isn't like the highest legend to be, but it just feels good to like know that I can kind of get back there and get back in the mix. And I feel like if I continue, continue like learning and growing and getting better at the deck, I feel like I can actually climb and compete with these other people that are, you know, very, very good players. So it just felt really good to like kind of get back there and be like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing okay here, and then I I lost a bunch yesterday, so I <laughs> so oh. not not quite there, but we're still still like relatively high legend, and it just feels good to good to be there again. That's like you awesome. said earlier, that's, enjoying that's awesome. enjoying the play. Yeah, exactly. Just like enjoying yeah, the play, it's... and then also getting the results um, while you're enjoying yourself. I think that's been what I've been missing most about Hearths in the past couple of months is like the sense of accomplishment hasn't been there and I've been going elsewhere to find that sense of accomplishment because I'm not like willing and that's awesome. Like in top 300, dude, that's amazing. Like I don't care. Pat yourself on the back. That's awesome. Like I would gloat to the, you know, all day long. That's super cool. Um, But like for me, like I'm not going to put the kind of time and effort into almost any game to like get to that point. And so Hearthstone always kind of had that, like it was a nice, like a like healthy medium. I felt like you could be like, you could like put in like a good amount of effort and try to be good and play a good deck and you would be successful and you could like see results. But now it feels like unless I'm top 500, I feel like I'm just not really succeeding. And so like, what's kind of the point of trying like that's kind of when people are like when there's 500 people at legend in like the first five days like my my like like desire to play just honestly plummets i'm, like, I'm not gonna get up there like and kind of what's the point and I, it just really does like the new ladder has completely flipped mine i don't want to get negative or not so good at all but like I, the new ladder has really affected like my, my desire to play hearthstone in a way i never ever ever in a million years would have imagined um, because of like, just like the lack of like feeling like there's any sort of like 
movement, right? Because the first up until platinum, then it's just it's all nonsense, right? Like, okay, you were five and now you're one, or now you're now you're three, and it's all like the different colors and stuff. I'm not sure which color is which. And I'm colorblind, and so they're all silver. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> so there's like I'm like basically like lost in the ocean, right? I'm sitting in a raft, and all around me is blue. I'm like, whatever, okay, I'm gonna keep on playing games. Um, and so like. I'm kind of at a point where I have to find like joy in like the specific game again, like the individual games. And like, if I'm not playing a deck I love, I just oftentimes don't find that like joy to keep on hitting play again. Um, because I don't, there's no like progress necessarily. And then, uh, and like, I know I'm not going to be able to like actually look like I never be, will be good necessarily. Like be good. Like with like the number next to my name. Um, and I'm like, well, I guess, I'll just do this then. Like I look at my friends, everyone's legend except for me, and I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> oh, it makes you feel so like, any better. You're typically higher on ladder than I am. <laughs> but you are higher than me, even. You play on three different servers, so I'm like, yeah. But I'm like wood, like ten wood or whatever that, whatever the bottom one is. Bronze, so iron. tell me, Bodicus, so- what else did you do this week? <laughs> <laughs> But like no, it's like I think it's awesome that you're able to like I think it's a hundred percent getting that high legend and getting that like point and getting that like being able to kind of get there I think is is outstanding and awesome and I kind of wish I could get there with Hearthstone again, but like the last two months I've been completely unable to find that like desire whereas opposed before the the changes like when I when I hit legend during like the most miserable meta of all time I would like jam game after game after game after game after game because it was like interesting and challenging and i love the deck and i thought that like you know then the climb was like seemed worthwhile because it was difficult and now it's like now i'm kind of like well i love the game the meta is amazing there are some really fun decks but like the actual act of climbing is just kind of boring yeah so like i'm super jealous that you're able to kind of like have that like that like that's super cool. I, I think you should like totally like brag about that it's awesome Yeah, i think it's important though to also realize like uh, and it seems like you already have you already have it down, but just like the you know now maybe just isn't the time that you want to be pushing for high legend. Like it, it's I, I I really have tried to adjust my mindset to where I'm playing like because I want to play, and if you don't want to play, like forcing it is not going to make you feel any better about the game, and like. Hat keeps saying something, saying things because Hat always says really smart things. But I don't even. He I, does. Like it's so frustrating. You can't. <laughs> you, the earth is a ravioli. Yeah. Right. Smart things. Like Hearthstone <laughs> cannot give you like more than what it like can't offer you more than what it is. And he says it way better yeah. than I can say it because I don't even remember, even though he said it like <laughs> ten times. But just like you know. It's it's just a game, and you know it's meant to be fun. And if you're as long as you're having fun when you're playing it, then that's that's what you should just try to do. And maybe one day you'll get back into it, and you'll really find the deck, and you'll be winning with it, and you'll climb with it, and it'll feel great, and that'll be great. But for now, you just you know play the games that are enjoyable while you can, and uh, try other stuff, and yeah. find uh, find joy in other games too. And we wait you for know, whatever yeah, like brawl comes out. Forcing Hearthstone we do a new brawl tournament. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like in Thrallman and Magucha, remember this, and this will go back in the way back machine. Um, to like the old concept of like you know if you play X number of games every day, you're gonna hit legend, right? And that was my mindset like ah. you know three years ago or so, like pre-stroke right around my when I had my my first stroke. 
Um, like I would like just stay up and just grind games. Cause like, I was like, I have to hit legend. I have to hit legend. And I would just like grind games and I was just miserable. Like I would play the game because like I had to play the game because I have to get to this point. And I was so unhappy with it. I was having no fun, but I was just like, felt like I had to play the game. I had to like, hit this like unattainable point. Right. And like one season, I almost, one season I almost got there and then I changed decks and then it ended up being, I was playing the accidental best deck in the meta and I didn't know it. Um, but, uh. Uh, and it was stealth rogue and with thin gen stuff, but uh, no one was like at the time. No one was like publicly saying that this was they were playing, and I was playing. I thinking it was a meme, and I was climbing. And I was like, wow. But um, anyway, and then I stroked out, and then like took a break, and then came back and had a lot of fun. And then, <laughs> then it, it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. I though. stroked out. I just stroked right out. I almost died. I had this big stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I had two. Oh, it was cool. It was good. I'm all good now. Right. I have a cool scar. Um. But then, uh, and then I, I dropped the game for a little while. Took like a solid, what six month break almost. Then came back, and ever since I've been like, like super like honest with myself about Hearthstone, and it's been almost always fun, even when it's miserable. Like I'm like, this is not fun. I'm gonna like, there's no reason to play right now because uh, what, if I'm not having fun with this game, why am I playing this game? Which is where Magooch and I came up with the you know Hearthstone game and games are supposed to be fun, right? And Magooch it's like and I. No, that was changed. All you. He's like, I just came back. Everything's miserable. Let's talk about this game all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just that mindset of like, you know, yeah, this is fun. And if I'm having a good time, I'm doing this. And so much of that, like mindset, even when we started this podcast, like I wasn't always having a good time. It was like I would get mad about RNG or certain things. And then, like, I made this, like, shift, like, if we're going to do this podcast, this podcast has to be about the game being fun, right? Like, we don't want to be another, like, whiny podcast. Um, and Coin Concede's not that, but there are some out there that, like, it's, like, all about, you know, oh, I wish it were this or I wish it were that. And it was, like, I don't want to be that. So we should, if we're going to do a podcast, it should be fun. And so, like, I made that, like, mind, that, that shift. Like, I was, like, okay, then we're going to have fun with this. And then, like, it, honestly, like, the more I, like, looked for the fun in the game, the more I found the fun in the game. And then now we're, like, 39 episodes in, and the game is honestly fun. Um, because, like, we're looking for the fun in the game. And so, like, anyone out there not finding it, like, take a step back and find it, and then look for it. You're going to find it, right? Whether it's, like, hitting High Legend or whether it's playing, you know, Galakron Shaman or Totem Shaman or Pantry whatever it might spider. be. Pantry Spiders, Pantry right? Yeah, so... <laughs> um, you know, I was thinking earlier today, actually, and I was thinking that one of my favorite qualities about Hearthstone, actually, is um, the classes. Like, there's so yes. many classes, and just when I think I'm never going to want to play a Priest deck again, I'm in love with Priest, you know? And, like, this always happens to me. I'll be like, oh, I don't want to try this. Someone's like, try this list. I'm like, no, it's not going to be fun. And then the next thing I know, like, I'm just loving this new deck, and... Um, the classes mostly do actually play quite differently from each other. And, um, I think I don't think about that enough. Like there's, I always stumble onto a new, I almost always stumble onto a new deck. I know I'm bored with a meta when I, I play for a week or two and I can't stumble my way into a new deck that I'm going to really enjoy. Um, but that is a benefit of the game. There's usually something different you can kind of play to have some fun. Yeah. I don't think I thought about that enough. Like I definitely... I'm clearly a, a hardcore rogue main now. No, but I was <laughs> paladin was my first golden, and I think warlock was my second. And rogue, when I decided, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this now with one or all of the classes, whatever. Rogue was like a hard thing to like learn and get really good at, even though I always enjoyed the play style because it felt like magic, which is a thing that I loved before I came to this. It was it had a higher learning curve uh, for me at least. 
because of the differences in the two games and going back, like I couldn't tell you enough about where I got the 500 with Druid or mage. I remember hitting it, but I don't remember enough about most of the games. And maybe it's because whenever I have that break where I was like, all right, I'm not really having fun with this. Like I'm going to go play a stupid rogue deck and put before (laughs) it got really good in spell Druid or a miracle thing. I was like, Mount Cellar, that card's going to be awesome. I'm just going to play with Mount Cellar. I used Mount Cellar when I did the, uh, when they introduced rank 50 and I made a Smurf account (laughs) and just made Mount Cellar, Miracle Rogue immediately and played a ton of it. And that's probably why I have like 5,000 Rogue wins (laughs) instead of like actually ever finishing Priest or Hunter. But that's you finding the fun, right? Yeah, the fun exactly. For you at that moment was creating. A smart I have account, this, this going to rank this fifty and crafting fun a place to go back to. And for me, that's <laughs> playing rogue, like whatever it means at the time, or finding finding a viable way to play it, whether it's always good. I, I said something back in the day about having always wanting to have like a, a miracle rogue that was viable, and that's not really a thing anymore. I mean, the closest I think was the Galakrond with the the whatever the thing is that gives you three coins that had like the yeah spitting out a whole bunch of cards every turn and doing yeah, yeah. dumb stuff it feels like just yesterday we were talking about moving gadgets and auctioneer to wild you know like like moving it to the hall of fame right. doesn't it it's like right. a year or two ago and everyone's like, like move it move it and it's like is that a card anymore well i don't think we're i mean we'll get back there right now just rogue has so much bonkers card draw like playing auctioneer makes no sense right like why would you play auctioneer if you could just play five well, free spells if, right like yeah but i don't know if we will get but back on the other hand it, because, it started um, to come up in other decks like uh druid had a miracle or an auctioneer deck you know, like, and it doesn't see play a year or so ago. Like no one else has found the application for it. Priest had it when they were playing um, the Nomi Priest. They had auctioning in the deck. Yep, that's they just cycle, 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 cycle. Subject and stuff too. Yeah, Pavel remembers that. Um, so, anyway. before we move on, real quick, Magooch, uh, no, you talking about goofy rogue decks? Can I interest you in a Death Rattle rogue deck that plays such illuminary cards as? Cursed Vagrant and Scrapyard Colossus. <laughs> Scrapyard's the 10 10, right? Uh, or the 10 mana? Yeah. 7 7, summon another one. Mm-hmm. I don't know the other one, but yes. Okay. Regardless. It is a. The, for, for the listeners, Cursed Vagrant is a 7 mana 7 5 with Death Rattle, summon a 7 5 oh. Shadow with Stealth. Ooh. <laughs> it's got great art on it. Does that too, play the one that shuffle for the, the other shadow card, shuffle three copies in your Yes, it does. And it also That's plays Anka the Buried. <laughs> and uh, oh, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> and it plays uh, oh, Apothecary. Sold. It also plays Apothecary because you can pull a Scrapyard Colossus, and then when Apothecary dies, you get a 7 7 with Taunt. I love it because I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a greedy greedy rogue player and whenever a golden whenever a rogue card gets uh nerfed that i have golden i don't dust it so i have i still have golden apothecaries i'm not dusting my hanar or my stunners or everything else that probably isn't good anymore um but yeah yeah i i would love to see that list i will absolutely play it uh tonight (laughs) all right (laughs) (laughs) all right so what's a not so good in throwing 
Um, GMs are fantastic. Oh, that's, that's so our- awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been watching them a lot. I've really enjoyed the casting. Um, it's been super entertaining. And uh, Derek and Gia are awesome, but unfortunately they're on like 3 to 8 a.m. my time, so I don't catch them very often. That being said, I watch a ton. I wish I understood more of the structure for how like relegation happens or like when is the end of the season when relegation is going to happen. I've watched, like I said, I've watched a ton. I've heard a lot about group A and group B. I know people at the bottom in group B eventually might be relegated, but every time they talk about it on the cast, they never talk specifics. It's always just saying something along the lines of like, well, let's just say that player A really wants to win as much as possible right now because more losses could lead to relegation. Um, more so, losses lead to not winning. Who yeah, <laughs> like, like it's just really important to win. And they, they're like about to explain how it all works and then they just completely don't. And for someone who's seen every single like interview clip a hundred times, I feel like once I should have had the structure explained to me. Um, so well, that's my bad. Now, to be fair, Google is a thing and I haven't used it to search out the answer. Um, but yeah. Oh, and live GMs just come up when I open YouTube now. I've watched them enough that YouTube is just like, I know you want this. So yay. I, I so thought that I watched, like, um, it shouldn't be on the watch. Yeah! have to go figure out yeah! how the structure like you're watching the playoffs they show you the bracket like every five minutes when they go to commercials like you don't there's not a question about like oh i football is probably the most complicated thing i'm familiar with where they're like if this team wins and this team loses then this team has to win by this many points to blah 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 and they give you like a very specific set of circumstances for x outcome and for that to not even be remotely available without going to find it yourself seems like disservice yeah did either of you watch the first uh season of gm a little bit might have i don't remember little yeah bit so there's the a end. very specific I, reason I they're not talking about it because i do a podcast about like, so, it <laughs> yeah I should have. tell me who got relegated and i might remember so i think have i watched, watched every it? hour I of the I, I think I watched every hour of the first season of GM. I loved it. I was all, I mean, even with the miserable, miserable, like warrior mirrors, like with like the specialist was awful, right? Yeah. Specialist, specialist was oopsie doozle, right? right? Like, yeah. That should be the um, not so good yeah. specialist. We should just go back to that one. <laughs> oh, every, oh my week. God. every week. Every week. Holy cow. It was so was. bad. I dodged that one. I was not, that was the specialist from beginning to end was the time I had stopped playing Hearthstone for. Yeah. Lucky you. Um, but uh, so what they would explain the relegation thing like about every single episode and nine times out of 10, they would get it wrong. So, so there's a very real reason they don't talk about it anymore. It's because they don't know how it works. <laughs> it's complicated. It's eh? a die roll. So they'll probably talk yeah, about it um, a little more at, like when it's actually relevant. Like, like obviously every week is relevant, but it's going to be more apparent towards the end of the season and it'll be more obvious who is actually worried about getting relegated. When there's two or three I haven't players watched... that are in jeopardy and there's actually a story to it, uh, like that's the kind of thing that I would love to be played up. And I know that's come up several well, they did yeah. dozen episodes ago um, last season. W- with the with the storylines and GM being a, a bigger marquee thing. And what happened last season, unfortunately, was that like, you know, a bunch of miserable human beings would like glom onto the people who weren't doing well and just like crap all over them. And that was fun. Um <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> Where, but, like uh, Twitter or something, like yeah, Twitter and like 
you know, everywhere else, like, you know, Reddit, all that, that kind of stuff. But I'm like, this, this, this person doesn't deserve to blah, blah, blah. Well, and you do rank 15 nobody? Shut up. Like, um, <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't, you can't tell them well, to I, shut up. They're on their toilet. <laughs> I mean, if I put, if I, if I put the time in, I could do that. Well, then do it. I mean, just like quit it then, then do it. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's not the point. But uh, I love GM. I haven't watched a single minute of it yet, and it's been a super bummer. But like, I got so much freaking work to do, right? Like right now. Well, also, it's on I YouTube, don't feel like YouTube is not Twitch, so it's way harder to get. And to. it's impossible mm-hmm. to watch it on <laughs> flipping YouTube. And I watch. I watch. A, so part of my problem with YouTube is I watch a lot of YouTube. Like I probably watch consume more hours of YouTube than anything else. And so YouTube is baffled by me <laughs> and doesn't know like when I like when I want to watch Hearthstone and when I don't and like what. Uh, so it's like it just like throws it up there at random times and never proper. Like I watch video games on Twitch and I watch other things on YouTube. And please don't these things do not work together at all. And like the YouTube's like the VODs on YouTube are weird. Like at first I was like super jazzed about like, Oh, I can go back and watch from the beginning, even middle of the, of the episode. And then what happens actually is it just like drops you off halfway through, like after the cast ends. And then you just like catch the last minute of it. And then the VODs are in weird. Oh, Anyways, no, it works not now. Much, the VODs all work fine. They've worked fine for me from the beginning. That's good. That's great. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just wish it were on Twitch because Twitch makes sense. <laughs> I used YouTube saying, for like, like X band full album and then listen for 13 minutes and turn it off. <laughs> I don't watch actual content. I just watch people. who. Oh, I watch a ton of content on YouTube. Oh, if you're not watching it, cracked has some incredible stuff. Like actually funny things. Like you should, I'm not even, it's really weird. And it's I don't kind have of time to actually watch. I listen to YouTube and then it always throws advertisements at me that. Nah. Oh gosh, YouTube ads. By the way, that's the ultimate not so good. <laughs> the like, there not is so some good this week YouTube what? ads. <laughs> what? Like I don't Self know what ads. I don't know what I did to deserve these epic time ads, but like oh whatever goodness. it was, it was awful. And like I am like it was a purgatory. And hey, I can't get out of it. Like, do, do you know what the worst <laughs> thing in the world is? Minorities, and we can prove it at the epic time. That's what they. That's what it is, though. It's like. There's, there's one. There was one commercial where it was like, it was like an, it was like a, it was. Like, oh, I'm not gonna talk about it. It was just, yeah. Maybe the most it. racist thing I've ever seen on like YouTube. It was like, oh my gosh, how does this even what? I get those two, and I'm like, um, I'll be like on my phone, and I'm like, why can't I find the button that's like, please don't ever show me this again. Right I'm like, how do I block on Twitter? I can at least block it on YouTube. It's like, nah, we're gonna show report, this to you delete. 50 more no, times. Go away. Forever. All right. Let's move on from that. <laughs> All right, what's, what's the best good, Magooch? Hey, this will take 10 seconds. If we could put our decks in order now. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, standard decks show up below wild decks if you play wild. That's a tiny bit annoying, and it reminds me of uh, crappy iOS. Would you have to like hold your finger on it to make it shake and then move it around? But what? hey, I'm finding ugly things to complain so about. Uh, super awesome feature. I can drag my decks into order now. Put the, I can really? make my three rogue decks on the top, and then a uh, hunter and a demon hunter, and I don't know whatever else matches the color. And I can make the menus all pretty, and it's amazing. And it's about time we got it. And I'm super happy about it. I love Was it. this a thing we cared about? I care Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. You yeah, used to have, have to go like... in. You used to have to go in and make all your decks wild, and then whatever deck you wanted to make top, you would have to go back in and convert to standard. 
Go pick Why does it matter? Like they're just all right there. You just click on them when you want to play. They're on the same page. No, I or maybe it would the next bother page. me, Dan, when like I'd have three or four copies of a similar deck and I'd be going through and like deleting them all. If I could just drag the good one to the top and then delete all the rest, it would be so much easier than like picking and choosing my way through all my decks. All or the if time. I if I want to copy a deck and make a couple changes that I want to track in Deck Tracker, that's like two or three cards different, and not have Deck Tracker call it X Deck Version Two give it a different name because it's a largely like stealth rogue uh, stealth galakrond and secret galakrond it will put them as you know galakrond whatever version two and now i can make it copy it make my changes slide them up next to each other it's beautiful it's a great feels good the best part of it is they dance when you hold your click <laughs> on the decks, they all start dancing. They, they just all, start like wiggling and moving. Seizing. And I'm like, they're totally dancing. I thought the first time I, I, I did it, it, I assumed it was like iOS where you hold it and they're all going to start shaking until you move them around and click like, okay, I'm done. But no, oh, it's is that only, an iOS thing? Oh, I, I guess. I, I, hey, I'm a, I'm a filthy Android user because um, <laughs> I just make my phone do what I want it to and it doesn't argue with me. Um well, we talk about Windows Phone another day, which was the best. <laughs> but anyways, but, moving on. But I can I can move them around. It's great. Uh, huh? I you can't use I the care. scroll button to scroll back up. You just have to drag it and float them, and then drag it back down, and try not to drag it too far so it moves around. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's a huge, tiny quality of life improvement. Yes, huge, tiny. I'm with you, Dano. Do you I, not? Like I a very also big deal. don't really get it, but I also know that like. People are actually excited about this. Like, this is the perfect thing yeah. for my co-host Ridiculous Hat because he has infinite deck lists at all points in time, and I'm sure he wants to move them around and do all that kind of stuff. So I will probably never use this feature, but I'm glad other people have uses for it. Oh, well, I will. at least just yeah. make them dance. Just make them dance every now and then. But <laughs> I, I have I have 15 to 18 decks in Hearthstone at any time, and like 200 in Deck Tracker. Because I what? make little wow. changes and I want to track them. I don't want to track like three. I change three cards. I don't want to track it with the three different versions of the deck and not have it show me my stats correctly with this specific version of the deck. Why don't you I just played. change those three cards in the deck that you were using? Because it it either reversions it or I have to rename it in deck tracker. Well, yeah, you just call it Loxwana Troy, or you call it Worf, or you call it you just call it Star Trek characters. Yeah, but I then do. I have to or go like, into Hearthstone, copy the deck, import it into HDT. Name it something different. This makes it a lot less. I don't think you have to do that. Work. Why are you? What are you copying and pasting things into Hearthstone Deck Tractor for? Because if I don't, it automatically updates them as version two. If it's like within three to five cards, similar. But then it deck. is version two. It's but it's not though. If I take <laughs> I out my self cards and I put in secrets, <laughs> that's not. This version is more of a two, rogue a problem than a Hearthstone deck. problem, Magooch. <laughs> I think what Magooch is saying is that this is making it easier for him to organize, and I think we should just celebrate that <laughs> Thank instead you. of grilling yes. him on how he's using Hearthstone <laughs> Tracker. And then I, can I think the Shaman deck today. Haha, told you. Rot out and delete uh, them deck. from Deck Tracker instead of having to get stuck with like. Oh, I've had over three expansions of Rogue Deck that has enough similar cards that it keeps auto naming <laughs> them version two point six, and it's not it's not the same deck. Don't do that. I can't see. I can't believe it doesn't combine them all. Well, maybe for you it doesn't. Maybe I'm dumb with HDT, does for me, but I, it does I like for me, Magooch. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Your I'm deck. not like I'm not trying to yuck your yum. It's awesome. I was just like I, I honestly like didn't even know it was a thing. I think it's cool, I and mean, I'm happy that you like it. Um. 
I just give all my decks stupid names, then I run out of stupid names, and so I have to reuse them. And so, like, I can't have more than one, like, druid deck named Spock, right? Because pointy yeah, ears. I can't remember what they're called if I give them stupid names. Like, I have to call them things like when I put Boom Pistol Bully in Galakrond Rogue, I called it Gun Galley or Hush Galley. Oh, it's <laughs> easy. No, Secret so Agro Sh- Shaman is always going to be Riker because Riker kind of just flies off the handle, right? And Agro Shaman is, you know... <laughs> He doesn't fly off the handle. He yeah. sits on his chair backwards. Not always. Sometimes he like has a he has his Riker lean. Do not forget about the Riker lean? That's like he like lean up against like, the wall. Both of those things. So now we're, we're starting now, now I know what it feels like for Dan when Maguch and I start talking about magic. Cards. <laughs> I could talk about magic like, like from like the first three years of magic. I know these things a little bit, but I just don't care. Oh, speaking of things that have been ruined for me, have you been watching the new Star Trek stuff, Maguch? Which I haven't seen Picard, but the I ones like you have to discovery. pay for for some awful reason, like okay, CBS has they they re up eighteen shows this last go around, eighteen worthless awful shows that are mostly hot garbage. I wouldn't look at them like I would never want to watch a single one of these. And judging by CBS's ratings, nobody would anybody neither is anybody else. So no one wants to watch it. And they put their two best shows behind a paywall. It is mind numbingly frustrating and. I'm the kind of vengeful hey, person who will give up something I love just not to give somebody else some money. Like, I I have not watched Picard, and I want to watch that so bad. Like, it's just anyway. I haven't either. I'm yet. very. I, I subscribed for the first season of Discovery because I wanted to support it, and I did like it, and I did like season two, and I want to see Picard. I haven't finished I season two yet. I plan on maybe someday doing it. So Thirty one show that's coming out, and then apparently the Star Trek Strange New Worlds that has. Anson Mount as Pike from Discovery and like a new series, but um, I am also a pirate. Yar, yar. Yeah, but I'm not gonna like. It's like that's the frustrating bit, right? It's like all this garbage. Anyway, um, so let's get to some filthy casuals because we have something special <laughs> on deck. Um, one day I'll be a real knight. Do you want to introduce this one in Thrillamund? Sure. Uh, this week in Filthy Casuals, we thought we would talk to someone really important. So uh, I did a really important interview that was recorded at a previous time because um, this person wasn't able to come on. Uh, turns out they're in a very busy meeting, and that meeting's called bedtime. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we've got a little clip from earlier today. Okay. Okay, here we go. Maybe took a last in our life. <laughs> that was good. Ready? Uh... <laughs> Welcome so to Filthy Casuals this week. I'm Enthralamon. And I'm Ninja Nate Geo. He's making funny sounds. And we're here to talk about... My Spell Shaman deck. And uh, why don't you just tell us, first of all, what's your Spell Shaman deck called? Um, Spiel. <laughs> spiel? Just Spiel. Yeah, why is it called spiel? Um, because I tried to spell bell and I thought I got it wrong. <laughs> and I always just laugh at my deck when I get them wrong. Basically, I get all their names wrong. I love it. So now it's Ninja Nate Geo's Spiel Shaman. Mm-hmm. I love it. Cool. All right, so let's go through the deck list. Let's talk about what cards are in there. Um, there are two Mutate, two Invocation of Frost, two Rock Bitter Weapon, Two Sandstorm Elemental, one Soul of the Murloc, one Bog Straw Clacker, mm-hmm. 
one lady boss, two marsh spawn, two serpentine portal, two devoted maniac, two hex, two squall hunter, one vivid boar, two bloodlust, one bog spine knuckle,、mm-hmm. two shield of Galcron, one cor- no two corruptor elementalist, and One Galcron the Tempest. Yeah, that's a great list. It's pretty cool. I like it. There's some cards in there that I don't usually play with that are really fun. I think. Yeah.、Um, one of the things we talked about today was what that we need to put what in the deck. Um, we need to put um, what was it? Cronks. Yeah, Cronks. Yeah, and you have Cronks, so we totally got to get them. I got them out of a pack just randomly. Yeah, which is great. Like at the end, end of the like. That almost at the new expansion instead of like saving up all my gold. Yeah, but you got them, so we got to put them in there. Okay,、um, we were thinking of maybe taking out what, like a hex or a. You said maybe one of your Galakrond invokes, which might be okay. You got a lot in there. Yeah, I got a two one that just breathes in the opponent, so I'm not gonna usually do that in two, right? Yeah. But maybe we could take. But that one. one's cheaper, so it's kind of good to get out early, I think. Yeah, because then you. Yeah, because all these ones are super expensive. So I would take out one of the expensive ones, maybe. What rank did you get to this deck this um, month? Um, I think I got to silver eight. Yeah, and was that your first time climbing that high on、yep. the ladder? Yep. Yeah. Cool.、Um, and so, what were some of your favorite plays from this deck? What are some of your favorite plays? Well, um. First turn, do nothing because I have no one card.、Yeah. But then turn two, you do rock bitter weapon. Yeah. Into um, marsh spawn, and then you just get a fell. Oh, that's pretty good. You hit them for three. Yeah. And then you keep on hitting them over、yeah. and over with three damage. If they have a minion on the board, are you hitting them for three, or are you clearing their minion? Um, clearing their minion sometimes, and just hitting them for three at their minions like a one one. Yeah, and you I, don't worry about it. You go face. Yeah, yeah, I just go face. All right. Um. <laughs> What's some of your other favorite plays in the deck? What are some of your other favorite cards? Um, when they play like this huge like minion, I just hex it. Yeah, <laughs> that feels I, good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Some of the cards that I really like are Bogstraw Clacker and、um, Bogspine Knuckles,、huh. and I like Mutate, and I like them because you're running the Galakrond Invokers. Yeah, and those get a lot bigger if you mutate them, if you evolve them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. And I heard you had a match with Dan this morning. Yep. Yeah. How'd it go? Um. Good. Yeah. I won. Did you? Yep. <laughs> How'd you win? Um. Well, first, um, I was at like <laughs> five life. I draw Galcron just to save me. Got those two eight eights and a claw. Yeah. Destroyed his taunts, and then the, and then with my minion on board, I probably destroyed his minion. Yeah. And then I just um ended the turn. Yeah. Next turn, he was at like twenty nine or something. Yeah. Next turn he、um, tried to keep the game, but then I just played、um, what was it? Rock biter weapon into the um. Can I say it again? Rock biter weapon into, into bloodlust. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I had two eleven elevens and a six three. Yeah. I think, and then I just bam. <laughs> he just bam. finished him off. Poor Dan. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And then the next、lot. turn I just hit him. You hit him again. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you.、Um, well, thanks a lot, Nate. I really like your deck. There's some cool, cool cards in here, and、um, thanks for joining us and telling us all about it. Yeah, that's fun. All right. Back to you guys.
including me. (laughs) (laughs) I should say that. So today I learned it's not Serpentine Portal. It's Serpent Serpent Shrine Shrine Portal. Yeah. (laughs) Did not know that. He was calling it Serpentine Portal. Um, Also really good. Yeah, which was I thought uh, um didn't know Vivid Spores was da- it was in the deck. I think I got that off of Clacker. No. Was that the one Clacker that gives you the spell? No, Mars Marspawn. I don't know which one's yeah. which. Mm-hmm. Um This was fun. Yeah, it was. He did actually, by the way, did Rockbiter on two, and I was like, oh, that was an interesting decision. <laughs> and then <laughs> Right into Marspawn. I was like, oh, okay. I got you. I see where you're going with this. I like it. <laughs> it's a 3-4-2. Like, it's not a terrible tempo no. play on three. No. I mean, clear, just fine. Clear whatever they play on two or just hit them in the face and play Marspawn. <laughs> yeah. He'll be getting legends soon enough, for sure. Most likely. Most likely. No, it was it was a fun... It's a fun deck list, right? It's uh. It's almost more of a mutate list, which, well, that's not even that, right? It's like, it's basically, okay, look at Shaman. What are the fun Shaman cards? How do I fit these all into a deck? That's what this is, and it's amazing. But also, like, uh, it's I... working with a limited collection, right? And uh, and I love how that shapes deck building. I really do. Yep. Uh, Lady I got to play my Galakrond on four, trade in with bo- uh, both of my 8-8s, give up the second claw attack to play Boxbine, <laughs> and, like, refresh the minions. Oh, so good. Against a spell mage. No, oh, that's thinking, awesome. We tried to clear it, ended up freezing both of them. Not quite good. Enough. Lady Vash into Bloodlust. <laughs> like, or Vash, <laughs> but Vash I... Prime into Bloodlust. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, get em, getting them. Yeah. <laughs> get them. Um, think... Yeah, he, he doesn't have many legendaries, so Lady Vash is one of them. So I think he was excited to build a deck with her. That's awesome, though. That's so much fun. Um, my biggest problem with the deck, though, and this isn't his fault at all, so Bogstrock Clacker is a crab, right? <laughs> Not a beast. Hungry Crab, also a crab, it's a beast. I'm just saying, yeah. if one's a beast, the other's a beast. And I'm just... But is, is one a crab people and the other one's just a crab? <laughs> crab people. Crab <laughs> people. <laughs> no, but it was so... I, I, I did take out... Uh, I think a squall hunter for for Kronks. I couldn't handle not having Kronks in a Galakron deck. <laughs> it was like a tick. Um, yeah, but, it was uh, you who brought that up this morning. You're like, does Nate have Kronks? And I was like, I'll <laughs> ask him. Yeah. I had. I actually also had a great turn into uh, uh, Hex into Sandstorm Elemental. <laughs> hit face with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, this it was it was fun, very fun. I love that that was his first answer. Like, what do you like doing? He's like hexing something big. Yeah, <laughs> yep. like, I'm gonna yep. make that person feel sad. They played something big. <laughs> played so many spells to play a mana giant. Oh, and it's it's gone. And it's, <laughs> it's gone. <a> frog. <laughs> and this was like the like what's what's so fun about this is I never had this like moment with Hearthstone where it was like you know figure out how to like figure out on my own how to build a deck with a limited collection. Cause whenever I did that, I would just go to like, when I first started playing, I just went to icy veins and did whatever Soddle said to do for, for a cheap shaman deck. Right. Um, I did this uh, for like a good year, probably playing Hearthstone. I just built my own yeah. decks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was with the icy veins and played the budget decks, whatever Soddle said to play on icy veins for budget decks. That's what I did. Um, but like, what about but, you, Mott my... or Magooch? Did you guys uh, net deck right away, or did you just build I stuff for a while? I think that, 
when I first started playing, I only played Arena, really, because I was a limited Magic player, so I thought that that would be the format that would connect with me more. And then I think the first time I went for Legend, I was net decking, because I believe I played Miracle Rogue and uh, Zoo Warlock. So I'm pretty sure I net decked, because that's what I did for Magic, too. I, I think if... If, uh, like, when I first started playing Magic, I didn't do that. Like, I, I made my own decks mm-hmm. for Magic and then realized that all my decks were really bad when I played against people who played real decks. <laughs> and then, yep. Yep. <laughs> and yep. then that's when I started net decking. And so when I went to Hearthstone, it was kind of natural to just kind of net deck in, in Hearthstone. Yeah. yeah I, that's where I was at, too. Because I, I, I played some net decking. Um, I, I know I played like the, the Agro Pally. Um, but also coming from magic where I, I loved throwing like a little homebrew spice into everything. Um, like I played, always played off meta cards in like Friday night magic. Uh, even if it was just slightly warping, like a quote unquote meta deck for it, doing things like chasm skulker and Simeon, Shimian spirit guide. No, not spirit guide. Shimian something. Yeah. Simeon spirit guide. Uh, the, not not Simeon Spirit Guide. Um, it was the the two BB. It was in Future Sight, and it was reprinted. Uh, but it had like the, uh, I think it was when you attack your when you deal damage to your opponent, they discard a card or something like that, and then you can maybe you can play it from exile. But I I always wanted to. Uh, I was a tuner more than a. a that checker, like I wanted to take a good deck and then ha- add my own flavor to it. So I would always <laughs> twist awesome. something that would probably drop my my potential win rate down a little bit. But I wanted to have my own twist on it. It's awesome. Wait, I'm confused now. Yeah, uh, like I'm trying to think of the card. So like it was a spec. Was it a spec? Was it a specter? Hypnotic yes, specter. It was like a hippie. No, it wasn't. It wasn't okay. hippie, but it was. Because there was like Hypnotic Spectre, and then the one you're talking about is Night Veil vale Spectre, but that was Night Veil vale Spectre was in that was yeah, later. much that later. Was so I, I'm not super familiar with Future Sight, but I was trying to think of card was names. It, was it Simeon's? <laughs> yeah, if, is it post? Is it post Ice Age and Alliances? Because probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if it's a card from between 2001 and 2018, then I wouldn't know. <laughs> It's not the one that you yeah. So if it's anything hands. before ninety eight ninety nine, or anything after ninety eight ninety nine in Magic, just not aware of it. <laughs> not aware of it. Before that, I probably know. Probably aware of it. But um. <laughs> all right. Oh, it's That's just Shimmy Inspector. So it's a monkey Specter. Because I thought all Shimian, not uh... Simeon. <laughs> Two BB creature specter. I thought you were saying Simeon specter, like a monkey player, specter. Player... I was super excited oh. about that. It's a two-two flyer. Whenever it deals damage, that player reveals their hand. Choose a non-land card. Search that player's graveyard hand and library for all cards of the same name and remove them Oof. from the game. So it was uh, nice. extirpation on a two-two flyer. Dang. But this was in with like oh god, Hot. what was that? The the one that when it attacks you can tap a creature. Are we blizzlet right to... now? 
<laughs> basically, or basically Blizzlet right now, yeah. And if anyone's curious, this is the first 45 minutes of every Squelch episode. It just gets cut out before we actually start talking about <laughs> yeah. Marth's I, I splashed all kinds of dumb stuff into my magic decks, and I, that's that was the part that I loved about that game. It was like bringing Kitchen Table to F&M, and then when you win a game, having someone be like, oh. But then losing the other five games. <laughs> Wait, so they removed homelands from like the Ice Age block? How'd they do that? What? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on, I'm on the Ice I was like, I was on Wikipedia. Uh, um, uh, no, but super fun deck. And uh, yeah, it's uh, brings back to like first playing Magic in like the in like the nineties, right? When I, like when it was the first thing, and like you just didn't know what you were, like, what was good, what was bad, and you were just playing with your friends, and oh, it was yeah. My, awesome. It was like the most p- purest form of like of of that Arguments. kind of game. Yeah. yeah. It was fir- wonderful. And the best so was, part was well, not understanding the rules and making up yeah. your own. I, well, <laughs> the rules are bonkers. They told you to like, <laughs> like gamble cards. Like that was an actual rule. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I remember my first magic deck that I thought was good had six land war elves in it and two Argothian worms. Cause that was the only card that, <laughs> that I, that I had like the only rares that I had. And, uh, for for the listeners, real quick, just Argothian Worm was a four mana six six, which is insane. But your opponent can sacrifice a land <laughs> to put it on top of your deck. And so whenever I played against my friends, they're like, I'm not sacrificing a land. I don't ever want to do that. So I would always just get a four mana six six. But then I finally played against somebody who knew what was happening, and I just slammed like the turn three Argothian Worm, because I had one of my six land war elves, obviously. And obviously. And my opponent just like sacrificed a land and I like put it on top of my deck. I was like, oh. Well that sucks. I guess I, I guess I, they're like, hit you for five, and then I played it again next turn, and they're like, all right, sack of land, it goes back on top. I'm like, oh, I guess I lose. So that was a valuable lesson. <laughs> this is what a hundred percent. I mean, they were like Fintorn elves or 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 something else there, because you know six is uh, not legal. Uh, no, it was. I, I know it. It wasn't. I was playing like casually with friends. I didn't know that was. I, I didn't know there was a store li- There was a limit to four cards. I was just playing all the land war elves that I had. But well, now there are enough playing, land war play. elves that you can actually play. I think probably sixteen oh, yeah, copies, play, functional copies lot, of the same yeah. thing. Now it's, it's gross. Yeah. I don't think anybody that I played with when we first when we, when I was playing in like junior high and high school had four of any card. Like, this wasn't a thing, right? Like, just, no, just functionally, you could not get, like, it was, like, way too many booster packs to buy. Um, and, or, like, who's going, like, going to, like, the hobby shop? You did not have the money to buy it, right? And so it was, like, yeah, you just play with whatever you had. It was awesome. Yeah, decks had, yeah. like, 80 cards in it. Um, yeah, and so it's yeah. nice, it's nice, too. And and my favorite thing about Nate is the stories. Like, he'll play for a yeah. bit, and he'll, like, come tell me these big stories. Like, hearing about your match this morning was awesome. Um, but the other thing is, the new ladder is much better. Like, he had got to rank 20 before, and then it was just, like, a like toss-up. Yeah. Is he going to play someone who's just going to, like, tromp him with a meta deck? And, you know, and then, like, now, with the way the ladder is, it sounds to me like... Um, he's playing other players kind of in his space. And I, I think that's awesome. Uh, I think that it's great. Really cool. Yeah, which is wonderful, right? And that, I, that's why I'm not like against the new ladder. It's just kind of like, you know, I definitely, it's it's great for, you know, because it, 
actually gives people a chance to play the people out there for the most part who were kind of at the same play level, which is an incredible thing, right? It's why MMR is so good. It's why I can play chess and have fun because I'm playing with people who also are not good at chess. Um, I mean, I assume this would sound bad on the face of it, but I, I hope some of those good stories are losses where he finds like, uh, oh, this was just an amazing play and that this great sequence of things happened and having like going back again to having fun in the game, finding the fun. Oh, he yeah. played well I against had, me. I had, oh, this person played this crazy card. Like he comes running, right? Like he that's, hasn't that's seen amazing. this card before, this thing before, right? Or this thing happened. Yeah, lots of that. Like he did, I mean, I would say, so like, um, like, so I would say the, probably the biggest goof and there weren't many of them was like, he didn't get to the value trades all the way. Right. But I don't get all the value trades. Right. So like, I didn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been like, oh, you messed up here, here and here. You played well. Like, I mean, he played better than I probably played when I first started playing again. I mean, like one, right? (laughs) He did. But I mean, I'm pretty sure your opinion is moot at this point. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, oh yeah, let's move on. Oh, there's this more to this gets show. Salty! Oh, there's a lot, lot more left to the show. <laughs> we this like, is gonna like be this is gonna be longer than the hat uh, episode. Yeah. By the way, Anytime this is I can one up hat would be great. <laughs> I'm all about it. And I don't even think it's going to be close, right? I think this is going to be a lot longer than the hat episode. <laughs> I know where. Jeez. <sighs> <laughs> All right, so we got some real premium assault this week. Um, oh, I how do you want to do this? We just like I- I'm all about. It. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let me let me preface this by being uh, this was the apparently it's on the launcher now uh, that they're do- uh, Hearthstone Play Hearthstone is doing card design uh, for a new card back on Twitch. They're streaming the actual artistic process of cool. building this card design, which is amazing. Um, getting to see uh the origin idea through how many iterations to whatever they finally release and then having that um anticipation build up is like a really cool thing that I don't think they've ever done before uh something like this so it's and, actually an exciting thing to see and someone who um works in the arts and who understands there are lots of good jobs out there in the arts and we don't get to see professional artists um creative processes and work with materials very often um it's it's we consume them all the time like the internet is art right like that's all it is and video games and we consume it all the time and we don't see the process of making very well so what i really like about this whole thing is that we're gonna see that and then there's gonna be a whole bunch of really grateful people in the chat reflecting on it (laughs) So I open up Twitch. Nice segue. And they're, they're, this is the first stream. It's it's It hasn't even started yet. It's doing the countdown timer where there's like 27 minutes until the stream starts. And then. So YZY Meister says, shameless to stream this on Twitch. You abandoned your Twitch community. Now get out. says wow. imagine playing hearthstone 2020 <laughs> which is a, my f- a good thing they showed up to say that. i know my favorite part is why are you here <laughs> if you're not playing <laughs> what are you doing here and they're not I'm even so playing glad you have so hearthstone, many important though. things to be doing with your time 
that you could you could squeeze out a moment in your day. I hope this person has a list of things to do on their wall and like find Hearthstone <laughs> stream to poop on Hearthstone is on that Just list. Cross it out. <laughs> like they've scheduled, oh, Hearthstone's coming back to Twitch. I gotta get on there so I can poop on the game. <laughs> I just picture Steve Buscemi and what was that? Happy yeah, Gilmore. Was, like, um, crossing off Happy that Gilmore. List. Yep. <laughs> Put on yep. some lipstick. Yeah. You're good in lipstick. Um, so the next one is a, is a good one, which uh, it says, it's from the Play Hearthstone account. And they say, uh, tag yourself to tweet. Tag yourself. What rank are you aiming for this season? And then it lists bronze to diamond, but like inverted. Like why is bronze on top and diamond on the bottom? But it's not neither here nor there. It's not the point. Um, and I mean, then I think Imperius, it's English left to right, top to bottom, reading through the trail. But yeah. okay. that would be my assumption. Makes sense. Okay. That makes, oh, sure. I see that now. Okay. Yeah. That makes complete sense then. I just... Yeah, first, I, I was thinking of it as a ladder, and it's not necessarily a ladder, right? Um, so, and then it, so Imperius responds, If you play Highlander pay-to-win decks, you can sure be legend. Space period. Space period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. Like, like talk I mean, about us, like, crapping on the slightest grammar. <laughs> I'm sorry. Space period. <laughs> Got him. We're trying to be accurate here, all right? There's not a lot of things that we're super, like, super I mean, <laughs> attentive like, about. And Highlander decks aren't even really the most expensive decks. Like, they're expensive, but, like, all the decks are expensive. Like, yeah, it's, they need some legendaries because they can put one of each in. But, yeah, they're not... Like, the thing about Highlander decks is they're kind of cheaper in a sense that if you get Zephyrus and uh, DQA... You can kind of just throw together any deck, and it can be viable, right? Um, right. You only those power cards any, carry any you. Given good epic. Yeah. Uh, can I can yeah. I read his next reply to? I'm assume I, yeah. what I assume is. Oh, you should re- go through, do the whole I thing. I assume yeah, this yeah, is yeah, his uh, replying be... to his own tweet of <laughs> if you play Highlander text. Uh, so. I only play DH because it's something new. But looking at those crybabies with tears and rage in their eyes, I've been thinking about going back to play old class because you nerfed and you will nerf DH even more. So where's the fun in that? Stop listening to those people. Two two. <laughs> the tears and the rage. With their tears and their I love rage. That. It's kind of funny, right? Like, is he hugging a bear or an empty coat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, I think it only can be read by Enthralamund. Uh, and this is Imperius once again. At play Hearthstone, nerf the warrior. <laughs> it is not fun anymore playing against class who gets one million armor or more in on turn. You nerfed the DH, which is unplayable, and you let this go. This show how low IQ you have as a company, and you do nothing to make it better. Can I point out, and and not to harp on the space period thing, but his, space name, period. But his name and his at name are not spelled the same way. <laughs> it is kind of so... Uh... I like uh, Enthralamund One has something to say like about that. I like how he alternates between using the space period space and just regular in some of the other. Oh, actually, are all of it? No, 
Okay, so his first... No, his next one, he's there, our next one. Though. Somebody else put this in Discord. He must have been all over that chat. This oh, one angry it man. It continues. I thought it was on purpose that you had him again. No, Seriously, no, it's just random. These, these were from different people. <laughs> so someone else found salt from the same guy. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. So these were all posted in our Discord. I didn't find these. These are all from people on Discord. So like, I think Hat found one of these and Craptasm found one of them. And, like, so these are different people posting these. It's the same guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so Perius says again, at play Hearthstone, don't forget to nerf Demon Hunter again and make more Highlander decks so that one match can last one hour or maybe two. <laughs> I don't think sure, the, man. the timer don't think allows for two-hour matches. <laughs> <laughs> and then this last one is the best one. Let's get Mark to read I want to read the one that I posted that's actually above these, which was my favorite one. Oh, did there's, I not get I thought I got them all. two more above oh, these, shoot. but the top one was my favorite. Okay, Go for it. so right. the top one is from Maxwell Moe. Uh, at Maxwell Moe, <laughs> 1998 <laughs> underscore Moe. <laughs> that is the most Twitter handle ever. Oh, terrible. So at Play Hearthstone, why the nerf to Egg Warrior? This class started out in Ashes of Outland in a pretty bad state. It found a relatively successful new deck archetype to work with, and is now getting nerfed. Like, what's the logic? Where is it even one of the top three classes right now? And I think. So the reason I picked this one out and why it's my favorite is because it just goes to show how like out of touch some people are <laughs> with the meta game. Yeah. When like Warrior is far and away yeah. the best deck and like pretty much all of the stats are showing that and they're like, "Why are you nerfing Egg Warrior, man? It's like <laughs> It's like it's fine. It's not even top 3 classes right now like uh It's totally bad. I play and never yeah. win with it. Ooh. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Gretzky wasn't even that good when he was eight. Like, what do you mean he's really good at 29 playing for the world? Remember when Mario Lemieux came back and was bad and old? I mean, after he came back and was good and old, but then a couple years later was bad and old? Totally that. I beat Bo Jackson at shuffleboard. I mean, he's not that good. <laughs> Bo don't know shuffleboard. <laughs> I totally can plant my right foot in Bo Canto. Sorry, it's not funny because it ruined his career, actually. I feel bad. Bo um, was awesome. He was awesome. And it was like they can fix what was wrong with his. Like, it was like a toe thing, and they can fix it now, and they couldn't then. Um, yeah, I know. All um, right. Do we want to do this last one that's here? This last one is so good. And then it has a comment from uh, Craptasm in the Discord afterwards, which I thought was perfect. <laughs> all right, I'm going to take so, this one. It's been a while. All right. Go for it. All right. From Brett Bondi at Fauxpas99. <laughs> at Play Hearthstone, I hope they nerf Sack Pact again. Maybe make it three life. It was clearly a problem before the first nerf. And it's even more unbalanced now. <laughs> no, Can't kill your axis? That's it. I've had enough. <laughs> Wait, what? Isn't it bad now? I'm confused. Yeah, it's terrible like, now. So it's terrible. Why is it better now? I am very curious about the internal life of someone who is still tilted about sack packs being too good. <laughs> I mean, <it> was... <laughs> oh, man. 
internet oh. is a really amazing place, isn't it? Like, it's just it's like, the best place. Yes, this is what it's we devoted our time place. and attention to over the years when we could have had flying cars instead. <laughs> I mean, I am happy that we get this instead. I'm not well, maybe. I'm not sure how I feel. Have about you ever that. flown a um, car? No, you don't know what it's like. How do you know what you're missing? It's true. Terrible argument. This sounds like flying car salt. <laughs> <laughs> I right. myself for next week is just play my clip of that at the beginning. Blind cars. Time for... <laughs> this one's a real page turner. I'm going to keep on playing it until we actually you know, start talking this about This one's Lord. a real page turner. <laughs> you talked over it that time. I know I did. I know I did. I was... Well, I started... I played it when you were talking, actually, so you didn't talk over it. I just played it during your comment. <laughs> so, <Okay>. this week's... <laughs> lore is for nerds is Edwin Van Cleef. Edwin. That's um, all it says in the notes. And, Time for the rope. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so sit down, children. Let me tell you a story about a hero. A hero named Edwin Van Cleef. Now, the nobles would have you believe that Edwin Van Cleef is some sort of monster who abandoned his homeland and tried to destroy it. But I know the truth, and soon so will you. The truth of the matter is that Edwin Van Cleef was the only person who wanted to publicly look out for the working class. And that was the last thing Varian Wren wanted and his lapdog nobles. But old man Dano, I hear you saying, wasn't Edwin Van Cleef a, a, a thief before starting out, started the Defias Brotherhood? Oh, sure, sure. At one time, Edwin Van Cleef might have robbed a few houses, but never violently. He just wanted to feed his family. Wouldn't you do whatever to feed your family? But you know what? After the orcs sacked Stormwind, do you know who was responsible for rebuilding the city? And not just rebuilding it, but making it better? That's right, Edwin Van Cleef. But that wolf, Varian Wren, doesn't want you to know that. Nope, he sure doesn't. He'd have you believe it was Defias' fault that we couldn't have peace with the orcs. Anyway, back to my story. So Edwin built this amazing, beautiful city, and what did he ask for in return? Oh, just the payment that was promised the workers of the city who were born here, who rebuilt it, and were pay taxes here. He's won them paid. And what did the nobles do? They said, nah, we ain't going to pay you. So, where am I? <laughs> You're the guy that hates Edwin and is telling an amazing story. I love Edwin. And so all he Edwin wanted was, was due to the fine people of Stormwind. But no, the nobles and Varian Rin were all like, we have all the money and houses and stuff already, but we want more. And then they were like, well, hey, Edwin, you want to be one of us? We'll give you a sweet, cushy government job and we'll pay you lots of money. You just need to lie and say we never promised anyone any money. What did the mighty and honorable Edwin Van Cleef do? Why, he spit on the floor. Then he poked Varian Rin in the eye, kicked Gregor Liscover in the shin, <laughs> dropped a people's elbow on Brawler's Wishock for besmirching the fine name of Charles Bukowski, gave Count Erlen a high five, and then walked out of the door like he owned the place. Later, some bootlickers from the House Unstormwidian Activities Committee came around to Edwin's guild, straight up murdered him because he was trying to organize the stonemasons of Stormwind into a labor union. And that <laughs> is the true story of Edwin Van Cleef, a hero and, and a that's martyr. That's why we're not going to nerf him or Hall of Fame him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hero of the proletariat. That's amazing. I thought I loved Edwin before. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I thought I was going to like come in here and be like, Edwin sucks. And I was like, no, Edwin's actually kind of awesome. Um, and there's literally, so like Barrel's Wishock is actually Charles, like Charles I, Bukowski, like move the names around. 
like for Chuck Bukowski. And he's a guy that never pays his bar tab, which makes me believe that like the writers <laughs> for funny. World of Warcraft are just awful people because they're making fun of Charles Bukowski, who's kind of awesome. Just saying. Is he? But anyway, is, is he supposed to be a villain like in the in the lore generally? No, in the lore, he's like a lazy noble who does doesn't just hangs out in a bar and doesn't pay his bar tab. <laughs> no, I think he's asking about Edwin. Yeah. Oh, Edwin. Oh no! So, so that's actually so he actually so he his dad was a stonemason. He like apprenticed as a stonemason, then was kind of like a, a thief for a little bit, and then uh, Stormwind was sacked, and then he was like one of the architects that rebuilt it, and then then they weren't going to pay, and so he demanded the pay, and then they didn't get it, so he started started the Defias Brotherhood, which then went on to like start a riot and then like kill all sorts of people, Big and then Bill like Edwin it's like. Haywood. Yeah, and then like it was like one of the first five man dungeons for like uh, the Alliance side was you went and you like yeah, murdered dungeons. Edwin Van Cleef and like his band of like yeah, it was, but like, that's the, first the actual story. Like he actually yeah. rebuilt the city yeah. and like yeah. so like yeah. you're you're basically you're basically like a thug for the government. Yeah, yeah. you're a legit murder oh, hobo. God. Oh god, hey man, anything for that sweet sweet loot. <laughs> I tell you, I'm going to be rocking that that Edwin or that Van Cleef card back with a lot more rogue decks now. I, I, I was like blown away by it. Oh, I was like, Wait oh a my minute. god, that makes the card back this... make so much more sense. What's the card back? It's the red bandana, so it's like the redneck, um, the Union. Uh, so oh, the the Defiance Brotherhood all wears history. like those red masks. So, but the the red that. bandana was like the the origin of the term redneck was for red bandanas. That was a union sport thing when they used to have union breakers go and like kill mining workers. Ooh, nice, yeah. Whoa. But like, legitimately, they made him a bad guy though. He was a bad guy, but he was kind of a good guy. Yeah, from the government's <laughs> point of view, he's a bad guy. Sure, that makes sense. It's I like totally they're right. About I have now. many oh, questions. I, I love it. I love it, Dan. Good job. <laughs> Good Thank job. you. I have so nice. many questions, though. Like the person who wrote that backstory, I've been like, "Do you think he was actually a bad guy?" Because I mean, until like like the Defiance <laughs> Brotherhood got way out of hand, like he was kind of a good guy, right? Like, kind I of mean, feels like they slipped that like good guy, bad guy story under the radar and be like, "Oh, he's actually like a the worker's hero." <laughs> he legitimately was. I mean, so it is good. World of Warcraft who really reads the quest logs. I just, I just, I just accept quests. Uh, oh, they're well, just, that's they're just, just telling it, me to right? go kill somebody. Sure, we'll go, we'll go do that. That's no problem. Meanwhile, I'm the guy what? that reads like every single terminal in Fallout. Where's the yeah. computer? Where do I find them all? But I know this it um, makes the lapdogs, all of you, make perfect sense. Like it makes sense. Like they're. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> it's wow. like all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now, uh, uh, and that that cements. Oh, but I was gonna be Galakrond. Crap. But now you want to be Edwin. <laughs> I did. I did want to be Edwin originally. Yeah. I mean, it's just gonna be a big red mask over my face anyway. So hey, give me a mohawk, put me in Edwin's armor. I'm all about it. <laughs> Should we uh, get on to uh, the rope? Sure. <laughs> Oh, I love that fuse thing. <laughs> I'm like, sure, and then I'm like, should we skip the rope? Uh, I, I thought we were critic. Like, haven't we skipped the rope like every week for like three weeks? Being like, we're going. I was along. like, when we got to I when we got to rope. so salty. I was like, oh, we're definitely skipping all of the rest of this episode, and then we just kept going. <laughs> yeah. I could not do Edwin when I had like two massive like no, rogue fans. Great. No, I, I three massive rogue great. fans. Like you messaged me and said you were doing Edwin, and I was like, "Oh, Edwin's one of my favorite cards ever." 
in Rogue because I win a lot with it, and that's probably not saying much for it. Uh, <laughs> whether it should be in <laughs> right. standard right I now. I mean, it's but... definitely a high power card. And I do uh, love playing it, and now I have like a very much deeper respect like for winning. it. It's kind of like how I feel about Edwin in in the like six years of Hearthstone, though. He he he's been a hero to me, and now everybody treats him like he's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I love cal- Van Cleef, and all I hear about all the time is how awful he is. So there's a, a guy, so Count Urgaladin, whatever it is, he's going to get his own lore episode, like, next couple of weeks. It's going to be super short, but it's super awesome. <laughs> he's, like, got I'm three sentences, it. but it's amazing. <laughs> Alright. Um, <clears throat> uh, are we going to do the rope or no? We can yeah. skip it. I'm cool either way. Do it. Okay, so my, my question for the rope was going to be, um, what do you think about the current, like, design process of or whatever process might be for of hearthstone to like with like the buffs and the nerfs kind of like monkeying with card text not so much card cost all right i'll go anybody go um i i love the idea of messing with text more than costs cost is like um i don't want to say lazy but i feel like it's an easy adjustment where you push uh something that's a, a card that's pushed maybe put it a turn or two later and it makes you adjust how you make your plays for the turns around it. And I think that adjusting text in minor ways has like a bigger impact because you can play it at the same time, but the domino effect of what it does at the time becomes drastically different. If you had, for example, say Hanar was discover a secret, it costs one more. How would that change the way it was played more than like debuffing its stat by one from one five to one four yeah i said this in hats chat uh when the nerfs first got announced uh i think that they're trying to change play patterns not deck lists so uh i like this change because i don't want to have to change my decks i just want to have a different play experience sometimes where things are a little more in line Seeing that big red X, like they said, was always like a big deal. They don't want to have people open a deck and have them, yo, you can't play it because it's not, doesn't fit uh-huh. your scheme or it doesn't <laughs> they fit They want in the them thing. to be shocked when it lets them down <laughs> on ladder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like it a lot. I like where they're going a lot. I, I think it, it, it's a really neat idea. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I lo- I'm really excited to see what this meta looks like with the nerfs. I love to see a casual buff too. Like throw it out there, take a risk. Like, they just like out of nowhere was like, "Hey, we're that digital space in the way that we've yeah. been getting to for a while," and it's really expanding on what they can do with that as a uh, game building mechanic, not an in play mechanic. Cool. Bot, nope, you have anything for us? Long enough. I don't need to add another one in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Magooch. All right, uh, what's the upcoming 1-5 rogue card that gets busted? Uh, what's it going to do? And does it get nerfed to 1-4 or something be else? a 1-mana 1-5. OP. Yep. <laughs> Just a 1-mana 1-5. Not your turn. That's it. 1-mana 1-5. That's what you get. Just yeah. a vanilla 1-mana 1-5. <laughs> Give your opponent a backstab. Give yourself a shadow Ooh. step. Can it be a one mana one five that did that thing that oh. where it like flips the stats every turn, right? So like turn two, it's a like a two like a one mana five <laughs> it's one. A, and then two, it's a, a Malcolm Rager. 
don't uh, don't act like you all don't remember Shadow Rager as being one of the best cards of all time. Spells. Of Shadow Rager. Um, yeah, I don't. It's kind of fun that they keep on making one five cards for Rogue, and they keep on having to get nerfed. But it's a really good stat line. What are you doing? I, I hope that they figured out with Warmall and Hanar and uh, what is it called? Miss Miss uh, Blacky Generator. Yeah, I hope Miscreant. they figured out that that Miscreant, yeah that uh, Warmall is is just disgusting. But butts are stats. Like I think this, yep. I think we've we've learned that this year. Butts are still stats, even though the power is really low. Butts are well, always that's stats. A... I mean, even in Magic, where you heal at the end of your turn, like they don't minions don't retain damage in the same way. And butts are butts. You put pants on a minion, <laughs> you make, give it a big. Well, butt. yeah, but like you look at the shaman card, right? The like lurker below, right? So it was a six three, right? That was absolute. Was a fine six three, but like so squishy, right? So they they buffed it, right? Just. <laughs> So yeah, butts. I think they are kind of seeing that you know that, that the butt of a minion actually does matter for survivability and stuff. Because but I mean, like the battle, the battle cry is good, but like its survivability on board is sometimes even more important. That that back end stat is what gives <laughs> a minion more opportunity for repeatable damage, and it's always better yep. to use the repeatable damage on the board than waste burn or something from hand when you're gonna do more shiv. You're gonna shiv a minion. You don't shift face if you have a minion to attack because you want that attack to hit a bunch of times. You use the shiv for removal and use the repeatable damage as much as you can. Yes. Alright, Enthralman, your question. Okay, Fantasy Dreamland time. What is the new game mode they released during the next expansion? And right, does it come with ice cream or not? Okay, so I, I have a feeling it's going to be block format, but here's what I actually want. Okay, so imagine a Battlegrounds thing. Eight people queue in, you get matched up, you get to discover a normal class's hero power, and then you go into the tavern, and there's 14 cards out there and you pick one of them and then the timer goes down and then it switches to the next one and you have 13 cards and you pick one of them and you just keep picking cards and picking cards until mm. there's one left oh. and then or until there's none left and then it does that again so it's just like an actual draft, draft except the, at the <gasps> end you build a 40 card deck so you get to cut five cards so you like you just build your deck with oh. and it can be cards from any class right so you get your hero power at the start but then you get uh, you get you can get draft cards from any class, and you just get to play them in your deck. That is the correct answer, and the best yeah, part about that. it is that I don't need ice cream after you explain. I was just going to say, does the ice cream come with armor for that one card that did that? That's way better. Yeah, I had something, but it's actually not nearly that good. So yeah, that's yes, I want that. <laughs> I was thinking Calcium, you are I correct. Want it, I want it so much more. I never Hooray! knew I wanted that so bad. Yeah! <laughs> so this is going to surprise you all, but that's actually it for this week. Um, thank you for sticking around uh, this long. I'm stunned that you have, and good work. Uh, especially you, Monica. This is a short episode yeah. for us. So, Bodicus, is there anything you'd like uh, to plug? Yeah, just check out coinconceit.com. That's the podcast I do with uh, co-host Ridiculous Hat, and uh, Oppa's taking a bit of a break, but um, 
he'll be back eventually, I'm sure. And uh, we've had a lot of great guests on lately, so make sure you check it out. We've had uh, we've had insane guests. We've had uh, Asthma die on recently, and then it was Bloody Face, who is a current Grandmaster and amazing interview, really really smart. Um, and then this last week we had No Hens Gamer, and then we have another guest coming up this upcoming week. So make sure you check it out. And uh, other than that, I stream on Twitch. I don't have a set streaming schedule, but fairly regularly I stream in the evenings on the weekends. So that's twitch.tv slash Boticus. So just follow get notifications. You want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Turn on that bell or whatever it is. The yeah, heart. Just never click it. You don't smash it. Like I don't know what all these people are talking about smashing the like button or whatever. You just click it. You use yeah. your mouse and you no. click it, and then it's done. No smashing needed. Just yep. A, just a gentle, gentle tap. Tap it gently. Yeah. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. Just a gentle oh. caress. Tap tap taparoo. Um. <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> for creepy in the other direction. <laughs> You too good for your home. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> you can all you can find all of our socials, media, and contact information at squelchcast.com. Oh, thank you so so very much. And remember, this is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. Now nah, we're not done. Uh, <laughs> Wait for Craig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the deke out oh, there. This, this is way that was strong. This is so good. We're literally over two hours. <sighs> like like Magooch and I said when we first played this pro this podcast. Forty five minutes. Yep. Forty five <laughs> minutes. What three, three episodes tonight? <laughs> so we just go to forty three next. Almost broke my. Sorry, I like to talk. Your BMing is getting old. <laughs> oh, I feel I like we interrupted you. I felt like I was. Yeah, I felt really bad. I'm like, I can't keep on talking over Bonica. I don't think we gave our standard, hey, interrupt us all the time. Spiel. There's a Star Trek podcast in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> I would bet there is a magic podcast in this. So there's, I mean, I would bet you there's 20 minutes worth of magic content. In this podcast. <laughs> it's hard to talk about magic because it's like it's, it's like magic was the first you know acceptable card game. How do you not like refer to it? Thanks for reminding us there's squelch button squelch cast. Only about half of it. Oh, yeah, uh, I was sorry. I was doing a little beatboxing. <laughs> nice. <laughs>